please go to hankstrange.com. That is the best way to support us. Go there. We've uh, we've got all the things you need to know about us on hankstrange.com, including how you can get the patches, etc. You know, Lola's throwing up deals on there as well. So all the links, everything you need to know is there. Sign up for the email list. Uh, Lola uh, sends out emails uh, at least weekly, and uh, there's cool deals and other good information in their videos that we're putting out. Since YouTube is like uh, stifling discovery of our videos, you know, we've got to do this kind of stuff to get it out there. So there you go. Uh, let me see. Let me load everyone up in here. In the in the thing we've got uh, we've got these everyone's been here before everyone's been here before so I'm gonna hit the open boom Welcome there it goes to the Hank Strange make situation. sure you guys subscribe Lifestyle to the channel thumbs up and ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live TGIF come on with the jazz hands Edgar I know you remember this man there you go <laughs> hit him with the jazz hands we are live I hope you guys have your big girl panties on this is episode 604 of the who moved my freedom podcast I'm your host Hank Strange um, tonight the uh, title of the show is why Colorado Sheriff rejects training cert from guns for everyone and uh, right there is Edgar from guns for everyone that you guys have seen here on the show already Edgar what's up Hey, how's it going? I appreciate the the follow-up on this. Oh, absolutely. You're welcome, man. Um, I'm glad to do it. Thanks for coming on. Um, let's see. We've also got Latino locked and loaded in the house. Look at that. Bam. She's joining us. And this is the first time ever in history she let the hubby out of the house <laughs> at the same time. Amazing. <laughs> <Did not. laughs> We're here together. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we've got everyone in here. It's kind of a kind of a Latino uh, flavored show tonight, right? We could say that. We could say that. You know. So there you go. People say there's no Latinos in the gun world. There's actually lots. There's three. Yeah, we <laughs> got <the> three. <laughs> then if you want competition, uh, Gabby Franco. If we need a professional yeah. no, right. she that's rounds right. out the, uh, yeah, the yeah, category. Yeah. You've got the trainer, the up and coming uh, couple, and then you've got the pro with Gabby. The pro, Gabby. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's lots of Latinos, actually, lots of Latinos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I say that, I will forget every <laughs> um, gun websites. Is gun websites is one. Who was on with gun websites? One of you guys. I think was it was Orlando. Was that yeah? Was it was it G Dubs or Gun Channels or does he do gun both? Cha it was it Gun Channels? Yeah, Gun Channels. Gun Channels. Oh, load is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Gun Channels. Marco. Marco. There you yep. go. He doesn't show his face, so I don't know. Yeah. You know who knows? He's maybe he's trying to be like Zaro or something like that. So he's a man of mystery, but his shoes yeah. are always on point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, okay, so what's up to everyone? We've got Edgar here. We've got Latino locked and loaded. We've got Joanna. We got Rolando. Puerto Rican Pistolero in the house. Um, let's see. So the the you know we've got the title going for this. Edgar, do you want to here? Let me pull up the article. I don't know if everyone actually had a chance to see this. Uh, John Crump wrote this article. It's on MLN News. Here it goes. It's entitled, Colorado Sheriff Rejects Training uh, cert Certificate from Guns for Everyone. And uh, Larimer County, Colorado, Sheriff Justin Smith has decided to stop accepting training certificates from Guns for Everyone for concealed handgun permits within the county. Guns for Everyone offers free concealed 
carry classes to the general public of Colorado. They've trained thousands of citizens on safe gun handling practices and laws surrounding concealed carry in the Centennial State. Uh, is that what you guys, you guys are the Centennial State? Centennial State, yep. Oh, oh okay. Well, learning something. The free <laughs> classes have not <laughs> uh, endeared them to their local conce- concealed handgun instructors. Since the COVID-19 pandemic, Guns for Everyone moved the majority of their course online. The sheriff made a uh, post on Facebook accusing the organization of failing to comply with the statutory requirements of Colorado. The sheriff states that the online portion of the class was only 30 minutes long and that the in-person part of the course that the instructor just handed out the certificates to students. Uh, The sheriff's department claims that they were acting on a tip and investigated the class themselves. A source inside Larimer County Sheriff's Department informed Amoland that the tip originated from a rival instructor. I'm going to stop there. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) You guys can definitely uh, read this article. It's available. We've got Edgar here so we can hear it from the uh, horse's mouth, so to speak. No no, uh, insult intended, sir. (laughs) No, no. None for for on on my end, but um, that kind of sums it up. Uh, the, the sheriff, uh, we kind of started hearing about this early June. Mm-hmm. Um, we had, uh, a sheriff's office up in the mountain summit County. Uh, they contacted us and say, Hey, we received an email. We got one of your students here. We, we just want to clear things up. Mm-hmm. And they said, we received a, a tip very similar to that. And I said, well, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, it's probably another instructor who has always hated us and, and is always constantly trying to sabotage us. She said, no, it, this came from another sheriff's office, which was weird to us. Hmm. Uh, it kind of all came back full circle anyways. Um, but many of the sheriff's offices actually reached out to us and said, like, it, it just we want to we want to see what's actually going on instead of just going off of what a sheriff says, mm-hmm. which big thanks to those sheriff's offices who. Who didn't just follow the 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 quote unquote um, line? Right. So when the so when the other sheriff's offices called you, they were also saying that a sheriff office said that, or yeah, yeah. Okay. It wasn't until it wasn't until um, we um, I actually talked to a uh, well, Larimer Sheriff's Office started posting it on on their actual official website. It wasn't even just Justin Smith's personal stuff. It was Mm -hmm. on their official website, Mm -hmm. um, pointing me out specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, not just guns for everyone as a whole guns for everyone and me specifically. Mm -hmm. So I was able to talk to a sheriff in Albert County and, and he said, no, this guy sent out an email, um, like in late May, early June, uh, to all of the sheriffs. And he read it to me. He read it to me. He told me, uh, what it said, Mm -hmm. uh, but it, it it took a lot of conversations like that with individual sheriffs who are like, oh, okay, like we didn't, we kind of paid attention to what it said, but at the same time, we we want to talk to you guys instead of just mm-hmm. listening to what this guy has to say because we don't know the backstory. These are politicians. These are people that are elected in. Like we we never know what the prior animosity is and and all that yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate to those that that um that actually called us up and, and clarified this. Um, at, at this point, it, it looks like Larimer standing alone. Um, we're uh, here waiting to hear back. They said they're by Monday they would make their final uh, stand because we, we've been requesting like you 
before we continue with litigation, we we have to make sure that this is the 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 rock that they actually want to die on, right? Um, uh, per se, and and they've got until Monday at this point is what okay. they told us. Okay, so um, let's like backtrack a little bit here. So guns for everyone. You do offer a free course. I think you you talked about that. Yeah. When you're on the yeah, podcast, yeah. you want to just recap everyone, maybe for people yeah. who never uh, heard of so, it, or just tell us briefly like why you guys do that. So guns for everyone started doing uh, the free concealed carry classes back in, in uh, I think right around 2012. We've been around since 2010. Mm-hmm. About 2012, we started doing the free concealed carry classes because we heard that uh, the the next year's uh, 2013 that General Assembly was going to start introducing a lot of anti-gun bills. One of them was a bill that would have taken away the right for college students to carry concealed on campus. So we were like, well, let's do free concealed carry classes for uh, college students. Um, That bill died, uh, wasn't successful, it died, so college students in Colorado are still able to carry on campus. Mm -hmm. And when it died, though, we were like, well, shit, you know, it's kind of stupid that people have to pay for for their privilege to to defend themselves. It's not Mm -hmm. something people should... You shouldn't have to ask for permission, nor should you have to pay for that permission uh, to defend yourself. Yeah. So let's and, that, and that's a barrier this. to entry in a lot, you know, in a lot of cases, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Huge barrier to entry. Colorado, mm-hmm. as lenient as lenient as we are with, with our gun laws, it is stupid expensive to pay for the permit in the state of Colorado. You could potentially pay up to one hundred fifty-two dollars and fifty cents uh, to get your permit, and then on top of that, for somebody to pay an instructor, another $150 or $200 for us. It was just like, well, let's just make it free. This will be our activism. We started dabbling with activism in 2013. And you guys know, you guys have been to rallies and like, yeah, the rally's cool. But at the end of the day, it's just like, ah, fizzles out and and nothing really happens. We've seen Virginia, that shit was huge. But like right now, it's just like, eh, nothing really happened. So we use that as, as an activism thing during the COVID uh, because we were, everybody was being restricted, not just Colorado, everywhere was being restricted. Uh, we talked to the, the, the attorney, uh, Brian DeBush, who's, uh, uh, representing us, uh, big shout outs to, to Brian DeBush, uh, for, for helping us out. Uh, we talked to him he said, Hey, this is how you can set up the classes. You could do a portion, but you still have to do an in-person, uh, stuff that we already knew, but you know when an attorney tells you this is the way you should do it, because mm-hmm. I wanted to get cuckoo, I wanted to like push buttons and shit like that. He's like, no, nah, just just <laughs> do it this way. Nuclear no. option. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little more sober option here. So uh-huh. we started doing that, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, um, the city up in Larimer County uh, doesn't understand how the CRS works. Um, and, and the worst part is, is they are acting on a tip from a rival instructor, so yeah. which clearly shows bias. Uh, right off the bat, shows yeah. bias right off the bat. Um, so, so, we, so, so the thing is, so you guys are giving this this uh, class free. Um, you know, obviously other instructors around there aren't doing it, right? They're not giving it free. But that's, correct. you know, people, I think you, you're, you're free to, to uh, do whatever you want there, right? There's no law against that. Correct. Um, so with, did you ever have a problem before with any other instructors? Oh, yeah. It, it's, oh, okay. The, the, the individual who, who we're – we're just going to leave that right there because there's potential mm-hmm. future litigation there. Right. So we're just going to leave that there. The, this individual, we already, we've had issues with that individual 
from almost the get-go. Um, and it's not just us. This is an individual who, who just doesn't know how to run his company. And in order to run his company, he has to talk shit about other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, instead of working together, like we work with other instructors all the time across the nation in the state of Colorado. Um, shit, as we speak, I have an instructor at my facility in Thornton, Colorado, teaching his own class just because he doesn't have his own facility. So we, we love to work with other instructors. This mm -hmm. guy went the opposite way. Um, but yeah, we, we, we've had issues. Other instructors who've had issues with us, just like those, those cool sheriffs who called us up and said, Hey, what the fuck's going on? Mm -hmm. Uh, we were able to clear everything up. Um, and that's usually the, the way it goes. I'm a free market guy. Uh, I'm a, I, I said it on your show last time, uh, I'm an anarchist. Like I, I just mm -hmm. want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. Let me do my shit. You do your shit and leave me alone. So mm -hmm. unfortunately we're the largest handgun training company, say in the color, uh, Colorado. So anytime anybody talks shit, like there's always somebody like, Hey, yeah. did you see this? Like we, so, we find so, out so like by giving this one or this one uh, category of class free, it doesn't like destroy your business, right? You still have business doing other classes. Uh, people can still charge for that and do all the training if they want to, right? Oh man, we, we've absolutely. I mean, we've worked with because what we uh, our target audience mm -hmm. is absolute beginners. Mm -hmm. That's our target audience. Yeah, we've you, you want to get people in in the door in this Correct. thing. Yeah, make it Correct. easy. Yeah. Uh, we we do have advanced classes, but never do we pretend to be the 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 tactical, uh, raw Pinkus types or, or that type of stuff. Well, I guess Pinkus isn't too too tactical, but I mean he's he's on he's if you were to say he's on top. Yeah, he's uh, not tactical uh, and he's not cool. Well, there's, definitely, there's definitely room in the in the in the pool for other instructors. It's not like you're oh, killing man. business by being like free and. No. Yeah. Listen, okay. we, we, we are, the, the again, the largest handgun training company in the state of Colorado. I always say that. Uh, I get shit for it, but, like, shit's true, and I'm, I'm just going to fucking live it up. Mm -hmm. um, 50,000 students that, that we have instructed, and I still meet people within the gun industry here in the state of Colorado who have never heard of me. Yeah, how big? Colorado's got to be massive. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> size-wise, it's relatively big. I think we've got about 5 million people here. Something like that's not huge. Yeah, uh, that's not a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah. it's not tiny. I mean, it, it's no. there, there's. I mean, out of the five million people that live here, we've only instructed fifty thousand students. Yeah, yeah. So there's still room for for another four million nine hundred and fifty thousand mm -hmm. uh, people. Mm -hmm. uh, so it like it's it's there's plenty of room yeah. for for everybody, especially if we work together. Because, again, where I was going at is our target audience is, is beginners. Mm -hmm. Like, it's very easy for me to be like, hey, you know what, Ken S Tactical or, or Defenders USA, like, th this guy is ready to go to the top, top. Mm -hmm. We're not that company. So we already got him to, to kind of middle of the road. How about you take him the rest of the way? Yeah. So there, there's plenty of room for, for all of that stuff. Okay, so how exactly does this affect um, people? Because I'm guessing, this is my guess, you could correct me here. They're, they're, um, I spoke to you about this when we were doing the, uh, the Libertarian panel or the panel at the Libertarian Party for GOA um, about talking about whether or not uh, the Second Amendment's for everyone. Um, you're doing part of the class online, part of the class in person. Obviously, COVID's going on. So, you know, in the 
in the interest of the greater good or whatever is yeah. happening, right? We can't, we can't all get together. Some people have like real reasons why they can't do that, which I understand. So you're doing it that way. Other people are doing it that way, right? Correct. Other trainers, oh, yeah. other oh, yeah. instructors. Okay. Yeah. So when you, so when folks come and do that class with you, and then they, because in, in Colorado, you have to go to your local sheriff in order to get your concealed Correct. weapons permit. Okay. And so that one sheriff in that county, all those people who went to you and spent that time over there getting that instruction, he's rejecting them. He's rejecting them. Correct. Okay. And then they try to do this to do this to you in other counties. But when you spoke to them, that was okay. Those people were getting through, but those other people from this county cannot get their paperwork through because of this. Is that correct? That that's that's basically what's going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So wow. and and we're we're in compliance with the law. That's the other thing is is that borderline slander that that's mm -hmm. going on. I can't say full blown slander. There's a lot to prove with all that stuff, but borderline slander with this stuff because. Uh, they continue to say, tell people that we are illegally issuing certificates, which is not, not true. Absolutely not true. Mm -hmm. um, what's the, what's the, what does the law say under these circumstances in Colorado for issuing a certificate of training? So in, in any circumstance, 1812-202, uh, subsection 5, uh, defines a handgun training class uh, in uh, paragraph 3 defines a handgun training class as a firearm safety course or class that is offered and taught by a certified instructor. Mm -hmm. um, it does talk about how the entire course may not be taken online um, or in any other location where the instructor is not presenting the class, but there's no time requirement. There's no curriculum that needs to be followed. Um, if you did do a split class, there's nothing that says what needs to be in person, when it, what could be online, mm -hmm. uh, any of that stuff. So is the, the uh, is so uh, sorry to interrupt, but oh, does, is the sheriff allowed to like make up the sheriff of a county in Colorado allowed to make up his own rules of what he's going to accept? Colorado Revised Statute 1812-201, uh, subsection three specifically prohibits uh, sheriffs from having any say in this stuff. They cannot regulate or restrict the issuance of permits beyond those specified statements in part two. So they can't, they can't, we are a shall issue state. We are not a may issue state. He actually has no say in what the curriculum is. He has no say in what the structure of a class is. Absolutely no say beyond what's already in the state okay. uh, statute and the state statute. If you read it, CRS 1812, um, I'm sorry, CRS 1812, uh, 205, uh, 202, 202. Okay, so Colorado is uh, shall issue. Shall issue, correct. Except you have to go to the sheriffs. Cause, so I know here in Florida, which uh, Puerto Rican Pistolero, yeah. Latina Locked and Loaded, myself, we're in Florida. I don't think we, we don't have to do that. We just make sure we have whatever instruction. We send it, uh, you know, up to um, – What's the uh, it's the agricultural department here, right? Yeah, ag department. Yeah. And then uh, you only have to get like fingerprinted yeah. at the local office or whatever. Yeah, there's no the sheriff yeah. can't come in there and, the and do this kind of nonsense. Yet Colorado is sh is shall issue. Shall issue. Okay. It's like a it's like a shall issue with a caveat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the sheriff wants there to be a caveat. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
And so, yeah, and, and Colorado does not give the sheriff any kind of leeway to do anything like this. He's supposed to just make sure, okay, they got the class, they filled out their paperwork properly. Basically, the only thing that they can do, the only thing they're supposed to do is process the application, verify mm -hmm. your identity, verify your residence, and, and make sure there's nothing in your criminal history that would prevent you from owning a gun mm -hmm. or possessing a gun. The only small discretion that the state law gives them is to uh, in denying you is if you show that you are a danger to yourself or somebody else. But again, that that's all attached to your criminal history, mm -hmm. not not on your your occupation, not on on what type of certificate you took, not any of that stuff. So wow. uh, it, it's they have very little say in this process. Yeah. Is so, this the county that you currently have your classes in, or is no, it the neighboring uh, county? No, it, it, this county is about an hour, an hour north of where where I would teach my classes. Typically, uh, we have three locations: Thornton, Wheat Ridge. Uh, Thornton and Wheat Ridge are in the Denver metro area, and then uh, Colorado Springs, uh, which is about an hour south from us. Okay, um, so Atomic Bull says, "I hope you're able to sue the crap out of all of them." Um, my question that I would ask in this is uh, how, how many people have been affected so far by this that you've trained? And, uh, you know, unfortunately, like, yes, I think you should absolutely absolutely sue them. But that's yeah. money. Right. So and Correct. then and then the sheriff, he's using the people's money. <laughs> so he could use he could use the people's money from that county and throw at you. I think you're in the right. And, and more than likely. You know, fingers crossed. Correct. You come out on the right side, but you're going to have to spend a lot of money to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely costing money. Uh, again, big big shouts to to Brian DeBush for for being flexible with us and and mm -hmm. and uh, working with us. But it 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 costs money. Just to file is going to cost money. Mm -hmm. uh, shit, sometimes just to respond, it, it costs money. So it's definitely going to cost money. Hopefully, it doesn't get that way. Ultimately, what I want from Larimer County is for them to do the right thing, follow the law. And, and at this point, I need an apology from them. Uh, I don't think I could come away with, with at least those two things. Yeah, uh, I, I think the, the way they, they've smeared my name on their official websites, they've used, like you mentioned, the people's money to do to do it, mm -hmm. uh, hiring webmasters and all that stuff to do all that stuff. Um, I, I think the the minimum is the same amount of time that he was talking his shit about us, uh, that's how much time he needs to apologize to us as well. Yeah, yeah. I think you should demand a front page, full yeah. page, like, yeah. with It your sounds picture. silly, but yeah, yeah. for <laughs> reals, like, like for <laughs> reals. Uh, and with him, with just like, ah, they made me say it. I don't give a shit if he says they made me say it. Like, yeah. I, yeah. But the I mean, most fact, the most important thing here, man, is expeditiously to steal a line from T.I., yeah. give the people of Colorado Correct. that are taking the time to get their classes and that Correct. you're taking the time to give these classes, uh, let them get their permits and be able Correct. to defend themselves. Correct. And, and here's the thing, and I say this in class because I, I can say this a little bit more passionately. Because now that I'm doing the, the now that we're going through this, I tell the students, like, you guys have to fight. Like, we'll we'll fight with you. Mm -hmm. But that initial fight has to come from you, because if you don't, if you just heal over and because you were asking me how many people has affected the, the people who have emailed us is probably close to 20 people. 
the people who it really has affected is is probably closer to a hundred people. Mm-hmm. So because there's because there's people. So let, let me let's just maybe try to uh, clarify that here. So this is all going out here in the world, and then there's people who are hearing about this and not necessarily coming to you. That's the reason why this instructor is doing this. Right. right. Is the instructor like or, or these people just got denied or rejected right. okay. and they didn't follow up with us because oh. they thought, oh, well, I guess okay. they're full of shit because yeah. we offer free concealed carry class. So wow. I could see how it would look bad on us. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, that's why it was free type type situation. Wow. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. So then maybe they uh, ha- they went somewhere else and, and then paid correct. for it and then took. So, that we, time so now we it. don't know financially wow. how much it affected them mm-hmm. uh, or we have potential customers that, that or students that would have come to us. Um, and and read that stuff on on the Larimer County Sheriff's website. like, well, I'm not going to go to that, those individuals. And now they're forced to pay, um, uh, the 150 or whatever. And take time. And then, and it takes time to do all of this, uh, one way or the other, you have to make arrangements. James Miller says, um, I've heard that Larimer County is crooked. I wouldn't be surprised if the gun instructor that's opposing Edgar is friends with the Larimer Sheriff. Uh, I, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so so. It, it, it definitely wouldn't surprise me. Now, mm-hmm. the, the funny thing about Larimer County Sheriff Justin Smith is he's a Republican. He, he's a pro-gun uh, Republican. We, we had issues with, with other Republican mm-hmm. uh, sheriffs and... Uh, I'm going to just say this at, at the risk of getting crucified again on your podcast is we, we <laughs> Listen, only you can say have, what you have to say, man. You, yeah, are, you are free to say we, it here. Uh-huh. The, the only sheriffs who have ever questioned that certificate and what it, have been Republicans, all of the other Democrat sheriffs that, that we've dealt with, they're like, no, we, we called them up and they're like, no, we know you, we know what you do. We know what you stand for. Like, you know, um, but it's yeah. all been Republicans. Uh, unfortunately, Republicans are always giving us gun control too, man. <laughs> yeah, they seem to be the ones that pass more than anybody else. So, yeah, yep. Look what happened yeah. in Florida. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this. Um, I don't. I don't know if uh, if if um, either Joe or or Rolando, if you guys have any questions here. It sucks to hear this. It sucks to see that it's happening. Um, uh, you know. What I would like to know if you guys, you know, maybe you guys can jump in here if you want to. Uh, what can people do out there if they're listening to this to help you? Is there anything that we can uh, all do? Is it, we, or do we you are, need people in Colorado? How does this no, work? No, we, we, we just need to get the, the pressure on them. One of the reasons why we got Weld County, uh, some of the reasons why we got Weld County, for right off the bat, in fairness, they, they had open communications with us, but they were a little resistant, Weld County. Um, at the end of the day, it was public pressure. You know, when they start getting emails and phone calls like, hey, you fucking with guns for everyone. Because, again, mm-hmm. we're not brand new. Like, we've instructed 50,000 students that that makes an impact when you get even 10 percent of that calling. up, be like, what the fuck? Why, why are you guys fucking with these people? Mm-hmm. Um, public pressure. And then also encouraging people as. Hopefully we don't have to litigate. Hopefully we, we, we avoid going to court because, again, the money issue. But if we do, like we need to encourage those people who were affected by this to, to jump on that list because we need that list to be as long as possible. So when it says uh, Weld County versus like I want that motherfucker to be long as fuck mm-hmm. um, because that's that's the only way they're going to that's the only way they're going to learn. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this problem in the gun community where uh, we talked about this in the panel where mm-hmm. we're like, we, we thought we were fighting together. And then all of a sudden it's just like, no, it's just you. And then everybody backs down when it the real yeah, fight. It shouldn't be like that. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. those people who were affected, um, you guys need to get a hold of us, get a hold of our attorney, Brian DeBush. Um, and, and we need to like, we need to fight. If we do end up going to court, we need to fight that. Yeah. So. The sheriff's position is is an elected elected seat, so they should reconsider. Um, I don't know how to say that in, in English. Storiando la, la lengua, that you know, like mm-hmm. we have a big voice. Like, okay, not that big, but you know, if we all just put this out there, and I don't know, I don't want to say smear his name, but definitely make him look bad. Like mm-hmm. he's got to reconsider the situation. I don't know when his when the elections are for sheriffs in your state, but. That's not a good look on him, especially for a Republican, supposedly pro to a person being like, hey, this sheriff is not very pro to a you guys should reconsider that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for 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 legal reasons, I'm going to shut up and, and not say anything <laughs> about that. Uh, <laughs> what I would love to do is debate this fucker, though. <laughs> I, I, I called him out on it. Like, let, let, like, if you're so hot with the laws, like, let's debate. Yeah. Because yeah. you're right on the political sense, w- without digging myself a, a too big of a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, if he if he knows the law, like let, let's debate. Like, yeah, I, I would not want to. If if I was someone living in that county belonging to that sheriff, I would not want to know that my sheriff is one doing something like this, de- denying uh, another resident of the state of Colorado access yeah. to their Second Amendment rights and their right to defend themselves. Okay, especially during this time, at any time, but especially yeah. during this time. And then another thing that that the sheriff is doing is uh, bringing financial harm potentially to the county. Correct, correct. <laughs> so, and 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 you mentioned that it, here's here's one of the things that pisses me off the most, and, and I know why they do it. The, mm-hmm. He he's doing it because as, as soon as if he were to do it the other way, he'd lose almost instantly. So in the state of Colorado, they have legally 90 calendar days to to go through the process, either approve or deny your your process. So he never technically denied any of these students. He simply rejected them. Mm-hmm. Had he denied them, they would have had an appeal. They would have had uh, ability to appeal it themselves to go to a judicial. So he's rejecting the- on what grounds? What grounds is he rejecting on that? Oh, because he says that the classes are inadequate. Um, so, so, what, so with the rejection, you can't do anything then. There, there's no denial because it's just, oh, we're just rejecting it. Okay. Had he officially denied it, students would have then had the ability to, to appeal it through the court system, which he knows he, he would he would have lost that almost immediately. If you continue reading the article, it talks mm-hmm. about how he lied about the length of the, the video mm-hmm. and that even if even if what he said was true about the classes, mm-hmm. we would still be within compliance of the law. Yeah, I'll try to throw that up in here for anyone yeah. who wants to see it. Uh, you guys really need to go uh, read this. Uh, uh, it says, even if the classes were exactly the way the sheriff described it in the post, it would still be within the state law for a concealed handgun permit. Colorado doesn't specify any length of course required. The state also doesn't include any required curriculum. The law does require an in-person component to the class but doesn't uh, specify what has to happen at the in-person part of the course. 
Ben, so ne- I know what we do in our class. I know what we mm-hmm. talk about in our class. Mm-hmm. So, but let, let's just go to the bottom of the barrel. Even if it was true what he said, we would still be in compliance with the law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. oh, and, and he accepts uh, 100% online uh, hunter's ed courses mm-hmm. for the permit. Yeah. So, which That's is one. deal with handgun stuff. <laughs> there you it? go. Yeah. It doesn't deal with handguns. Technically not. Now, we're not we're not saying don't accept it. That's yeah, not yeah. what we're arguing. Of course. Mm-hmm. But if, if you want to be consistent with your bullshit, then don't accept the Hunter's Ed course. Because one, it's 100% online right now, which is what you're claiming my class is. And then two, it deals absolutely nothing with, with handguns specifically, which legally doesn't meet the requirements under Colorado law. Yeah. Um, Len Holt says, so, you know, the competition's cost for his class. Go ahead and charge a dollar over what his class class costs. Then advertise about scholarships when they call to give a schedule, give them the scholarship. Uh, Len Len's trying to, like, make a thing here. But I don't think that's what the guy's doing. Right. Like they're not. The sheriff is not rejecting this or. Uh, well, yes, he's not rejecting it. That's the right word. I think you said Um based on the cost he's rejecting it saying you're not doing sufficient uh training he f- yeah he feels yeah. that we should be doing more mm-hmm. which that that's a good good debate I'll, I'll i'll sit down and talk to any instructor on a podcast or, or on a forum and mm-hmm. we can talk about in a healthy manner about what a, a curriculum should look like because we all have different opinions sure like that that's an opinion. Like I personally don't feel there's any one class that's good enough for self-defense. Right. There's no one class that you can take that you're going to walk away from and be like, oh, my God, I'm I'm yeah. I'm equipped to go. Like, it's just it's silly. So th- that's one conversation. But that's not the point here. Mm-hmm. The point is he, he's trying to say, oh, I don't feel it's good enough. Well, the law doesn't give you the ability to feel that that particular or. Yeah. Uh, or regulate it based on your on your feelings. Like you, you have to follow the law regardless of whether or not you took your pampering that day. Yeah, and Kathleen is reminding us that uh, SCOTUS refuses to take a two-way case. <laughs> Bastards. By the way, I just checked. It is an election year for that county. Just it is. saying. <laughs> just Dude, saying. let's make a GoFundMe Wait, and then run a TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah. So if anyone out there is in Colorado, here's what here's what I'll do, because I'll probably cut out this uh, a section of this and put it up on my uh, main channel to try to help you out here with this situation, man. Um, you know, if, if anyone's in Colorado and, and um, you know, you want to help here, I would say reach out to Guns for Everyone to Edgar and Tillion. That's uh, who's here talking about this. Um, if you're in this county, contact contact the sheriff and tell him to cut it out. Uh, if there's someone running against him that's better than this, uh, let's find out about that and organize, you know, and help that person beat him. Let's do what we could do. This is what this is how we should do this, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you what do you want to tell people out there? I mean, that's that's my thoughts. But you're you're here. You're there. You're living with it. You, you, you know, um, we just got to stop being pussies, man. Uh, I, I get a lot of emails uh, from people who have been affected. Mm-hmm. There was one in, in Logan County, the very first time that I found out about Logan County. He was like, hey, just letting you know, I don't want any legal action. I don't want to deal with anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard bad things about this particular circumstance. So, please, I'm just letting you know. Because he knows how I am. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. like as soon as I hear something, like, no. Because I like to do what's right. 
mm-hmm. uh, I may approach it the wrong way sometimes, but you know, if pe- if people are being fucked, we're the largest handgun training company in the state of Colorado because of activism. Mm-hmm. Like if we went a different model, like if we were charging, I probably couldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Like I probably couldn't say that. So it, it's the activism side of it that, that has brought us to, to that side, to, to that statue, if you will, um, because of it. So it, it's, it's us always trying to fight for, for what's right. We fought countless of counties silently throughout the years. Like we've never had to be this vocal because it usually is just like, Hey, what the fuck? Or we send a letter of cease and desist, uh, cease and desist, uh, from Brian. And then it gets taken care of. So we've always fought. So mm-hmm. he knows how I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, someone's asking, person, 45 Auto is asking what county. Sorry. Uh, just throw that, throw that in which, there again. Which, which county? Larimer County is yeah. the, the main one. They're, they're the ones that are kind of standing alone at, at this point. But uh, yeah. as we were hearing from other counties, students... Mm-hmm. Now, some counties reached out directly to us, but some students told us about other counties. And there's a lot of people who just don't want to fight. Like, I, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to put my name on, on a lawsuit. I don't want to do, I don't want to show up. I, I don't mm-hmm. want to do anything. So, like, we just got to, if there's a, a take from this, it's just like, we, like we, I can't believe your Molon Lobby bullshit if you won't even put your name on a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. I can't believe your, your Molon Lobby come and take it bullshit if, if we're asking you to do just small shit and, and it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, like that energy has to be consistent across the board. If something's be, if, if we're gun people and if something is, is wrong, like we, we got to go out there and we got to attack mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. We need to try to, um, band together as much as possible. Yeah. <laughs> we're human beings and all of, we don't yeah. all get along with each other. It's kind of like yeah, it was kind of like I was saying the other night when we were talking about, I think the big problem with conservatives or whatever you want to call it, people on the right, is that sometimes you value that individuality so much that it's a detriment because it's like, well, I've got all my shit together, so I don't have to help you. You were the yeah. one that was irresponsible or something yeah. like, I got my bunker, I've got 10 years of food, I got 20,000 guns. If it goes to hell, that's fine. I'm good to go. Yeah, well, then once we're all gone and then the mob comes for you, that's good. You'll survive like maybe ten minutes longer than everybody else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or you're going to yeah. Or you're going to live in a cave for the rest. Yeah. 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 Or you're going to live that's in that a, cave a, forever. That's a big thing with the whole uh, just leave me out of it kind of mentality that a lot of uh, libertarians and Republicans have. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the activists that I like and follow have that kind of mentality, even though they're activists, and it's like you can't you can't put that out there and you can't. You know, that can't be your your mantra, your motto. You you know, people learn from, you know, when they follow you, you, you should be saying you need to get involved. And I know a lot of people say rallies suck and all that, mm-hmm. but at least like it gets them to, you know, care. I don't know how I feel about writing to politicians because I feel like sometimes I feel like that doesn't work, but I feel like at least they're getting people involved. Um, yeah. In general, I've been involved in activism since I was a kid for different things. Um and I generally feel like humans are tend to be lazy when it comes to stuff. They care up to a certain extent uh, up until they actually have to do any work. And then they kind of just like it's all talk. So yeah. that needs yeah, to be yeah. something that, you know, if we care enough about something and we should about our rights, you know, we need to be pushing people to get active mm-hmm. and start doing more. And, and get educated, man. One of the one of the saddest things that I've seen in our classes 
Occasionally, I do like little trivia to give out shirts and stuff like that. Keep the the class lively and engaging, and uh, so motherfuckers don't fall asleep on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how and, that's possible, man. If you who's giving this <laughs> class, you? Yeah, me. <laughs> if you're giving the class, I don't know how this is even possible. And okay. and uh, <laughs> and uh, there's often times when I, when I ask that simple question, like, "Oh, what's the Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution?" People, are like, oh, the right to bear arms. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> like, 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 you got to look that shit up again. And I get it. Sometimes it's people just p- being put on the spot. Yeah. But when you have a class collectively, like, yeah, it, the Fifth Amendment is the right to bear arms. Like, no, motherfuckers, like, you guys got to get educated because if you're going to fight, you got to know what the fuck you're fighting as well. One of the things that, that I found out early on in life is, is it's cool to break the rules, but you got to understand why you're breaking the yeah. rules. Yeah, you got to try to get these, man. I find this is something I think it seems real simple, right? Yeah, it seems real simple. But I really enjoy these things right here, you know. Yeah. And there's lots of people that give them out, give them out in uh, training classes. This is the Constitution of the United yep. States, little tiny thing, you know, uh, very important because look, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, boom, there you go. Yeah, we've got them. Yeah, we all we all should have some form of this. Um, and be able to access these things for lots of different reasons. We're not keeping Correct. stuff in our head. We're not paying attention to things or some things like everyone knows, oh, I got my First Amendment, you know, I got this Correct. thing, I got that thing. So um, I think that this kind of stuff helps people so that they don't get caught up in uh, that kind of stuff, yeah. man. Like I try to keep that around and refresh my brain and think about all these things. Um, this, the Constitution is something that really sets America apart. Correct. But there's too many people who just, it's not even safety that people want. They want convenience. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't want to be inconvenienced. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I won't wear my mask, but if you ask me to, like, to be inconvenienced for the least bit, then I'd I'd rather just deal with the fine or or the Mm -hmm. unconstitutional Mm -hmm. law or whatever, because it's too Mm -hmm. inconvenient to fight. Like, it's... Like freedom isn't supposed to be convenient. Like it, it's it, it involves a lot of sacrifice, mm-hmm. and it, it involves a lot of fucking tears and agony. And um, the shirt that I'm wearing right now, it, 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 let's take a look at that. What's that shirt? Uh, I need to stand up, and I, yeah, it's yeah, too much work. It's <laughs> too inconvenient. You were just you were just freaking <laughs> talking about you were just I talking about the work. Without the fight, it looks yeah. like without the fight, blah blah blah. I can't see the rest. Yeah, uh, there's no victory without a fight. Without okay, fight. all right. No victory without a fight. No sacrifice, no victory. Sin lucha, no hay no hay victoria. Yeah. Yeah. Cannot yeah, so, be bothered yeah. to get up and show us the show. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I forgot who I heard it from. I heard this quote this week basically saying, how can you convince a uh, – and I kind of – I spoke with Rhonda off air kind of about this too because she kind of quoted something similar to this. Uh, Rhonda Mary? It, yeah, Rhonda Mary. Okay. And it was like, how can you – I think she she tweeted something about like how, how can we go against – the fear that people are having right now in order to stand up to like what's going on with COVID, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I said, the problem isn't their fear of the virus, it's their fear of losing their comfort. Yeah. And and that's the biggest obstacle that we mm-hmm. face. It's like, how can you convince people who are extremely comfortable with their lives to sacrifice any of it? Because at the end of the day, yeah, we're talking about, oh, they're taking our rights away, we're doing all this stuff, but simultaneously we're also living in the most prosperous and convenient time in history. So it's like we've lost our rights, but we also live better so people can't see that they're losing yeah. our rights. Yeah. Because and, they're and, they're distracted. 
Mm-hmm. And I think what you said right there, just to take it even more controversial, is uh, a lot of people. So the Fourth of July was very somber for me. It, it was a very somber day because I'm fighting with with sheriff's offices that are violating our rights and our freedoms, and governors that are taking away our our, our ability to go to concerts and shit like that. So I, I've had this dark thought of it's just like, what's the fucking point of living in the U.S. anymore? Like, because of the times. There's so many other places where it's potentially just as as free as the U.S. Let's be honest, like we're not fucking free anymore. Like when we're we're mandated to wear masks, can't go to sporting events, can't go to restaurants the way we used to, can't uh, just can't really do anything the way we used to. Well, it's it, weird it, when you look at like some of these countries that are definitely like at the least socialist and if kids are back in school. On. Yeah, mm-hmm. kids are back in school and people are doing things. So it, guess, it's yeah. more of like when, because even Mexico, like Mexico, like a lot of people call it a third world country. I don't see it that way, maybe because it, it, that's my motherland, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't see it as a third world country. But even then, it's just like when you look at the people who live there, it's just like a lot of freedom and um, for prosperous. I mean, not like the U.S., but it's just it's more about the when we live, not so much mm-hmm. about where we live anymore. And And that's sad because mm-hmm. we used to be able to say, like, it's like, look at where where I live. And now it's just like, nah, when we live is a shit ton better than yeah. than where we live now. Right. I've never lived in Mexico, so I probably, you know, I've I've been to uh, Cancun, so that's nice. probably not really Mexico. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably you not. Know, just a little island that's probably uh, its own place. Um, and I can't really remember that much because I had one of those handbands where you could drink all you want to, <laughs> which I'm not very good at doing that. So it's uh, very much of a blur. But, you know, look, someone listening to that might go, hey, America is still the greatest thing. And I agree with that. I think America, for me, looking when you compare it to other places, I think what happens in a lot of other places, everywhere else in the world, um, and even it happens here, when you grow up under that pressure of whatever that country is, right, and and the things that you don't have, you don't know any better. Like, I, I actually lived in Nigeria when I was a kid. And I lived in the part of Nigeria where the Boko Haram is kidnapping people today. They were doing that stuff back then, yeah. in the 80s. You know? And I lived there, and it's weird. When I talk to my older brother, he says, I freaking hated that place. <laughs> and I'm in, my, yeah. in my mind, I was like, oh, I loved it, though. It was, freaking, <laughs> yeah. it was awesome to me, right? Yeah. So you just don't realize that this stuff is going on until you run into it. Correct. And I think this is the thing in America where – but people – in America, don't realize it till they go somewhere else. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> and then, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So, um, I'm, you know, first generation. Uh, my mom was from Colombia, but my sister was born in Colombia, and this is like rural mountains kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's interesting you say that because my sister, when she thinks of her, you know, childhood in Colombia, she's very fond of, she's like all these great memories. It was really rural. She had, you know, running, running around on the farms and horses. And she was like, everything was just so, everything tasted better. Everything just was so much more fun. But then I, I talked to my mom about, you know, why she came here. And, you know, women in, in that era, I don't know if it's still like that now, but you just didn't have opportunities for growth or for, you know, for education, for careers. So she, you know, definitely if you if you think about it, it's like I actually am very patriotic because I, I see it. I saw what she went through. Um, you know, there's a lot of, especially in Colombia, you know, domestic violence, women's rights are in the yeah. toilet. So yeah. 
I'm, I'm glad she went through that and, and came here to give her kids a better yeah. life. Um, but I can understand the same thing. So I'm, I'm extremely patriotic, but I'm very disappointed at how, like, where we're at in terms of our country right now. But See, I don't think it, it, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm losing it. Like, I'm losing because I used to be, because it, it, it used to be a proud thing to be. But, like, uh, a, a lot of people. Don't get lose mad faith, I, man. Don't lose no, faith. No, no. Don't lose faith. No, I, I mean, and hope really more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm hopeful that, that the new generation will actually do something. I know we talk a lot of shit about them and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. we, we got to be rooting for them mm-hmm. if they're going to be successful and all this stuff. But, mm-hmm. but realistically, like, I, I've lived in, in Mexico. Like, I, I've gone back to Mexico and. I, I remember there being able to throw parties till three in the morning. Now you may not call that freedom, but to me that's a shit ton of freedom. I'm, we were never worried about caring, calling the fucking cops. Yeah. Yeah. We were never worried about the cops showing up, be like, "Oh, you guys are being too loud," and shooting off fireworks when it wasn't Independence Day, mm-hmm. and 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 they setting up uh, food stands without licenses and shit like that. Like yeah. if that isn't freedom, I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking. Like well, I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah, I think uh, it's perspective. It's perspective, and I'm yes. not trying to. I know. Yes. I know. Like and, yes. and by by the way, Edgar's always going to do this when he comes on the show. He, I think he del- he spends a lot of time figuring out ways to press everyone's button, and I'm not tr- I'm not trying to diffuse what you said because I 100 percent get how people like think. Oh man, when I lived in this place, it was so nostalgic and awesome. You know, there's people out there in the chat like, there's no way I'm not I'm not gonna go live in Mexico. Uh, Mexico has one uh, gun dealer, one shop, right? Guns are pretty much uh, you know. It depends on who you know. Yeah, there's, if there's you all, hang out with my if you if you hang out with my cousins, uh, yeah. we could get you guns. Yeah, all of like, this we, is all of guns. this is perspective. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's people who live in Mexico. First of all, some of the there's some wealthy people living there, right? Few, I think just the, like third, anywhere else. the third richest person in the world lives in Mexico. Yeah. yeah, so there's some people who live there and they're living really well, and there's some people who are not. Yeah. There's lots of different things. Even when I was in Cancun, by the way, I went to Cancun uh, at the time. Uh, my girlfriend was Puerto Rican, and uh, I went to Cancun, and I can hear Spanish enough to hear those dudes saying, "What are you doing with this black guy?" All the time. Yeah. yeah so absolutely. there's still racism. <laughs> A shit ton. Yeah, there's still Mexico, all of these things. Mexico just acknowledge black people as a race in 2015. Whoa. So I didn't even yeah. know that. Yeah. So, so did slavery end in Mexico later than the United States too? I, I, I don't know if that's true. I think, I don't know if that's, I've it never been able to after. confirm that. It wasn't yeah, that much I, I've never been able I think to they confirm all ended that. like at the same, like in the 1860s, Correct. but it was like yeah. within, I know yeah, Native Americans had slaves in the trail of tears. So people don't yeah, remember that. Yeah. They did. And in, in Mexico, yeah. like that, that's just a, a weird fact. So it, you're, mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, the, the whole racism thing, it, it it goes deeper. I mean, it's a yeah. very complex but it's, conversation. But it's all perspective. It's, it's like yeah. all Correct. who you are and where you go. There's a lot of people, like right now, there's a thing happening in America amongst black people where a lot of black people want to go back to Ghana and Nigeria and stuff. Yeah. Because like some of these places, Ghana especially, they have open campaigns telling America, come over here. We're going to treat you like royalty. Just come back. <laughs> well, it's, yeah. it's crazy because... Uh, obviously, yeah. I mean, uh, I maybe uh, Edgar can attest to this. A lot mm-hmm. of the, I feel like the black gun community is having a huge renaissance right now. They have a ton mm-hmm. of yeah. great, great leaders and everything like that. We so, I, yeah, you, well, you guys yeah, mo- exactly. You motherfuckers stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll work. We'll work. Oh, with you. Yeah, yeah, we'll deal with it. You are doomed <laughs> if this is the case. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, so I, you know, 
I listened to a lot of conversations. The guy yeah. said, oh, there she is. I was wondering when the cat was going to show up. Right. Um, <laughs> so one of the things that I've seen is that now even, you know, you hear discussions like now there's a discussion of African descendant of slavery versus if you're like Haitian or Jamaican. It's right. like, oh, Haitian, Jamaican, yeah. you're not American black. Like yeah. you can't be involved in this conversation. Oh, this I'm like, all, yeah. what? Yes. Yeah. Um, I had someone here. I had uh, someone who I actually, uh, Lucretia, Lucretia Hughes, who I actually like. I still like her and everything. But she came and she came on one time and we were talking about like my like where I'm from. Um, and she was like, you're not black, which I completely 100 <laughs> percent disagree with. Yeah. But, you know, yes, there's all of this stuff going <laughs> yeah. on and you don't find out a lot of these things until you live there. That's yeah. when that's when you find out stuff. There are Americans who went to Mexico who are still living there. Some went, came back, and but but ultimately, a lot of this has to do with perspective and what things are important to you. It's possible for you to go somewhere and find this to be an awesome place, or for everything to be awesome. The last time I was in Honduras, for example, um, I, I went somewhere into the hills of uh, Honduras. I'm trying to remember exactly where it was. Uh, it was real tough to even get to this place. I had to like I remember. They were, you have to fly out there in these little puddle jumper planes, and they were all broken except one. All the engines were terrible on these things. So when I finally got out there, I was literally sitting on like a, a, a egg cart, like a crate. Yeah. You know, like a crate to get out there. And people had goats. It was like from an Indiana Jones movie for me to get up there. But everything there tasted so great, like you were saying, Joe. The butter, the cream that came fresh out of the it was it was amazing. Nothing right? was processed. Yeah, it's all awesome until you have to actually live there, though. Right. You know, and all these places have rules. Like I remember they were telling me, oh, if you're not from uh, if you're not from Honduras, you can't buy or own property here and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't know if that's changed over time, but yeah. So I think a lot like it always looks great until you have to go live there. And I think this is the thing. We see this within America that people think, okay, this state's better. I moved to Florida because I thought this has to be better than New York or, or New Jersey. And it is in a lot of ways. But then you have all the people from New York and New Jersey coming here. And it's slowly turning into freaking New York and New Jersey. Yeah. And that's the part where we have to fight to maintain those things that make where we are. Uh, you know, so awesome because in other places yeah. you don't even have the kind of freedoms that you have here. Like other places don't have uh, what you would consider, what we consider the constitution to be. You don't have freedom of speech. You don't have a second amendment. You don't have this thing. You don't have that thing. You have it's, to write an essay to get a concealed carry. Correct. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's funny because when I went to Europe a few years ago, uh, it was right when I was, well, it was a while ago now. It was like mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Um, I went on like a trip with, it was a bunch of high school seniors. So there was like 15 of us from high school and then we were matched up with like college students that were on the same tour bus and the college students, you know, we went to Austria, Hungary, uh, Czech Republic and, um, and Germany. So not, not usual countries that people go to all the time. So it was an interesting perspective because we got to see a lot of the former communist bloc. Mm -hmm. But when we were in Austria, it was funny. Our tour guide was very politically incorrect and she was very honest. And the college students were like, oh, universal health care. You guys have it here. It must be the best thing ever. And she's like, yeah, but we also get private insurance because it's the only way that you can skip the line. Because if you go with the socialized health care, you're going to wait forever for surgery. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we still end up getting private health care. So we're getting taxed like 45 percent. But I still have to pay for private health care. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was funny at that time. 
even she started complaining. We were blown away. She was, we were like, what's the biggest problem that you have? And it's like all these immigrants coming from out of Europe right now. They're coming from the Middle East. And we just if we don't like them coming here. I was like, this sounds just like the United States. Nobody likes the immigrants. <laughs> I was like this. So I was like, they hate on us all the time. These people are the same thing. Did and you the college students were blown away. They were like, how's that possible? I can't believe I'm hearing this from a European. You sound like an American. I was like. It's the same problems everywhere, man. It's human beings. Yeah. 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 What was that movie? I'm trying to remember. The, there was this movie where uh, all of like all of uh, the planet, I guess, froze over, including it, it, like America. No, there was it was it 2012. Anyway, like everything froze over and everyone in America was going like over the border trying to get into Mexico. Yeah. Because was it was 2012. it was 2012, yeah, and it was still warm there. Yeah, <laughs> and Mexico. And the Chinese like, like save no, the world bro, because you they can't create these in. huge ships using like their slave labor that only they can do. <laughs> yeah, it's perspective. Everyone does that. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to knock Mexico because I think I do understand why uh, why you would see it that way. But you know, the, you don't have do you, does is there universal health care in Mexico? Or if not, we go there, really. would they it, treat it, us? It, it, it's really not that far off mm-hmm. from what the U.S. currently has right now, where it mm-hmm. is, we're in this weird limbo of, uh, of like it's on its way to be universal healthcare, but at mm-hmm. the same time, there's still a lot of private sector stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, day after tomorrow, CB day says. Day after tomorrow, yeah, That's I, I mixed two movies up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mexico really doesn't have that. There's a lot of socialism and, and shit like that, but I mean, one can argue that here about the U.S. Like yeah. we can argue. A lot of the shit that we have here is is socialist. Uh, my my issue is 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 not even on the socialist front. It's just like the freedom front because mm-hmm. it's it, it's it's if you have absolute freedom, everything else kind of falls in place. Yeah, um, everything falls in place. It's just but when you're sitting there and you're supposed to be celebrating freedom, but your government tells you you got to wear a mask, you can't go out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't buy these fireworks. You can't buy this. So in Mexico, account. the people don't have to wear masks. I'm just curious. I don't. Is I don't there... know what the situation is there uh, right now. I do yeah. know there's a lot of cities that are not requiring that that type of stuff. Uh, I, I do follow a lot of people who are in Mexico mm-hmm. are basically just living their everyday life. I have family members that still live in Mexico uh, that are still living their everyday life, just as if nothing has has really happened. And and uh, how's uh, co- how's Mexico dealing with COVID nineteen so far? I haven't seen any evidence of it being horrendous like it has been here in the U.S. They've, they've shut shit down and, and major cities have had to implement their stuff. Mexico City has obviously done their, mm-hmm. their whole shebang because it's fucking Mexico City. And I think there's like 20 million motherfuckers in that place <laughs> uh, with, with with very little exaggeration. I think mm-hmm. there's really close to that many people in that that mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second or third most populous place in, in, in the world. Uh, so obviously they've had to had to take different precautions, but where my family's from in northern Mexico, um, Juarez, Chihuahua, Namiquipa, just smaller towns is like it just it hasn't affected the way um, it does. I think a lot of it has to do with what you were saying to get on the on the crazy side. It just the food is just better, so your immune system is better. You you eat dirt a lot more. Uh, you're, 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 showing, you're showing shit a lot more. Like it just, like it, it just a, a little healthier, I suppose. Well, so correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know. This is kind of what I heard. So this is, you know, 
Uh, <laughs> they'll take it as science. But I heard that in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. countries like, uh, it's so not it's not a country, in continents like Africa, yeah. for example, there's less, you know, because maybe there's some things in immunizations people are already taking there or they, they have some kind of uh, resistance. So there's less COVID-19 there. I don't know if that's I, still true or not. I, I mean, I'm going to speak for what I know. One mm-hmm. of the things I don't like is when 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 people speak about shit that they don't know, like mm-hmm. people who've never lived in Mexico mm-hmm. talking about Mexico, like you've never you've never mm-hmm. been there. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know about different continents, but I do know in Mexico, I don't know how they're dealing with with, with the COVID situation because I'm currently not not there. Mm-hmm. I know my cousins are doing fine. They're not really afraid of it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I know with any other disease that, that we've been afraid of, Ebola, uh, the swine flu and shit like that, like for them, it was just like it's nothing like we don't. Yeah. We don't but get also, what can that. you do? I think it goes back to what Rolando yeah. was saying. Like, we're just soft. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not saying the people who are listening to this or whatever, but in general here in America, we just have it too damn good. I think yeah. in other countries, they're like, okay, yeah, there's some stuff going around. Some of us are going to get it. Some people are going to die. There's worse shit. We got to still keep no, going, and, though, and think, because and if I we know, don't, man. you know, if we don't do stuff, we're done. But but yeah. no matter what we think the reality is in America, if we don't keep going, if we don't keep the economy going and doing things, building yeah. things and growing, we are still going to be done. Maybe it'll just be a little slower. I, Sorry, I think and, and I think I know the chat was getting heated with the discussion, but I think okay. really what we're what we're trying to say. And, and I was like, Hank, because, Hank, you always bring us back when yeah. we go on the tangents. <laughs> but um, but but even you're realistic. It's that I even use this example. If it wasn't true what we were saying that we feel like our rights have been eroded and things aren't necessarily as good yeah. as it used to be, then make America great again would not resonate with people like it does. Correct. Because if 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 Correct. you feel that that's a valid slogan and mm-hmm. it's true, mm-hmm. then that implies that we've lost something. Correct. You know. And it's also silly to switch that mantra four years later when nothing. It's gotten worse. To keep America great, yeah. uh, when it's just like, no, we haven't fixed it. Like we, we haven't. If anything, we've gone backwards a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, yeah. instead of going yeah. forward. Well, I think ultimately it's a, it's. I mean, this is the point of stuff, right? Like we're all d- kind of dumbed down, and it's a simplistic thing where it's yeah. like, okay, I can identify with this because maybe I want this, and I'm being aspirational to that, but right. we're not really doing the things to make it that way. Um, and the, and the, the flip side of that is that there's lots of people in the way, right? Yeah. I think right now a lot of people in America, because of this, uh, this awesomeness that we're enjoying, they're just like, yeah, we got to save the planet. We got to do whatever it takes to save the planet. But they just don't understand what they're actually saying. And they're not prepared to pay for what it takes to do what they think they could do, which is not even like how do you save a whole planet that we're all on? Correct. Where like China and India don't participate in that. <laughs> yeah, no, <it's>, you can't. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, so and then and then so for an example, uh, Africa is not necessarily participating in it, right? So we're just thinking like, no, this sounds great. We should somehow be superheroes. To me, I look at it all of like, do you got? Did you guys all see Black Panther? Yeah, I have not. No. Why? If you ask me why? about why? any movie, why Edgar? Did you? Oh, any movie? Oh, you're any not into movie, movies? I'd be okay. like, no, I, I'm I'm the guy that hasn't watched n- not a fucking. Thing. <laughs> like, I, I just. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I believe it. But the, so the, there was a whole controversy when Black Panther came out, right? You guys remember that? People hated yeah. it and all this kind of stuff. Um, I actually. People, people, what kind of people hated it? 
Ah, that's a good question. I well, first of all, like all the uh, black people, I think pretty much loved it. Um, <laughs> you know, because everyone was out there saying Wakanda and doing all kinds of things. And then I think that, um, and then uh, you know, you could probably tell politics of people. I know that's where you're going with that, Edgar. Uh, there was some, there were some people you could tell that they hated it because you know uh, they thought it was some SJW stuff and there were some people who yeah. loved it because they thought. But here's what I really uh, what I really liked about it. It was saying how there's this there's this uh, this country uh, or this kingdom within Africa that had all this technology and awesomeness and everything, and they were there. They could have cured any disease. They could have stopped any war. They could have kept people from starving. And you know what they chose to do? Nothing. Just hide. Just yeah, mask themselves. Pretend <laughs> we don't see this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and I thought that whole thing was funny because it, it, it should make you think. You know, it should make you think, like, what's, you know, what's actually happening in the world? That's all fantasy. It doesn't really exist. Right. But what's really happening in the world? Why aren't we, if, if we feel like we're so advanced that we could fix things, why aren't we actually fixing things? And why are there a lot of people around the world and in America that don't feel happy about what's going on, no matter what it is? And we're all living in the same world. This, yeah. is, the weird, this is the weird thing about this. We're all living in the same world. When Obama was president, you had this side of, this side of people or these people who identified over here were all miserable. These people were all happy. <laughs> yeah. We flip everything. Now uh, Trump's the president. These people are unhappy. <laughs> these people are happy well, we, over. We, we for, we've forgotten that we can have this conversation. I can sit here as a first generation born uh, to illegal immigrants Mm -hmm. uh, and I can say, like, I used to be proud uh, and then go on some fucking Michelle Obama shit and, and say I used to be proud of saying I'm from the U.S. And mm -hmm. now it's getting a little more difficult to say that because I don't believe we are as free as we believe. And you can sit there and say, hey, Edgar, I think you're full of shit. And then tomorrow we're going to be like, hey, that was a cool conversation. Let's have it again. Like mm -hmm. pe people have forgotten that we can do that and, and, and just move the fuck on. And, but people want to talk about, oh, I'm wearing a mask. You're not wearing a mask. You're an asshole. Uh, you're a piece of shit for not wearing a mask. You're a piece of shit fucking sheep for wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. And then they get into a fight and then they just go their own separate ways. Not understanding that we're probably fighting the same fight. We're just approaching this a very different way. Mm -hmm. the, the end goal for, for most human beings is probably relatively the same. Now, you can argue some people who 100% mm -hmm. want to see this country fucking burn. Um but I'm in a position where I'm just like, I'm just frustrated. Like this, this, this fucking country is going to shit, and and it's not brown people that are destroying it. It's not it's not Mexico. It's not China. I forget who who said this. It's we're we're fucking tearing each other up. Abraham Lincoln, maybe. Yeah, the only uh, thing that can destroy America is itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but like, where it's all. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Joanna. I don't want to. Uh, Joanna, no, you okay. got to jump in here with us. You know. <laughs> You no, have say, the one of the power. problems. Huh? One of the problems I feel that um, is it's causing this is the we've lost the ability to have civilized discourse. Yeah. Um, you just can't have two people with opposing views talk to each other anymore. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. It's yeah. It's yeah. funny. I always tell Joe that 
one of my favorite people to talk to is one of her friends, and she is the most progressive person ever. She's yeah. just, super progressive. She's openly communist. That's oh, yeah, openly. <laughs> yeah. But right. I love talking with her because despite being communist, and I know some people are going to think this is oxymoronic, she's intelligent enough to try to support why she believes in it. Correct. I completely disagree with her. Correct. Um, it's like I love hearing Edgar's yeah. perspective. But, I love but that's hearing freedom. About anarchism. That's I think freedom. It's awesome to hear yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Everyone doesn't have to agree. About it. Right. Yeah. I've yeah. done more research about it because of it and looked throughout history. And you can see where things might work, like Spanish Catalonia during the Spanish Civil War. They actually made anarchism work. Then the communists came in and said, no, 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 no. We're all for workers' rights, but we want workers' rights as long as there's a powerful central authority that regulates everything. And the anarchists were like, no, no, we don't want that. And the communists were like, all right, we're going to kill you. And the communists went in and killed the anarchists and took it over. So 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 you're you're, you're speaking to my heart there because my last name is Antillon. And if you you look it up, Antillon is in Catalonia. Catalonia, of course, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, so like, it was crazy was when, when I be. saw that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, so they made it work actually for a while, whether people would like it or not, I don't know. Uh, but it worked for a while. But then the commies came in and they're like, no, nah, no, we're not going to have that. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. the massive problem is separating uh, perception from reality. As yeah. human beings, everything's perception. There's a perception in our minds. So I think that's what you were saying, Edgar. That's how we got into this. You know, this, yeah. and th- But it happens to all of us, right? There's a perception in our minds. And then there's what's reality. We can't do much about it like uh, what someone else's perception is, right? We can help ourselves. We can make ourselves better. And but ultimately, you know, even for us, we have to meet. We have to meet what reality is. So that's the thing we all have to look at. For me, I don't think everyone's equal and all, and all that, but we all should be treated equally under the law, right? Yeah. And that's what's important to me. Now, the reality is, is are we free in America or are we not free? Is this better? So let's say we're having that discussion, right? Is this a better is this a better place to live than some other place? So there is the perception that you see in your mind based on whatever it is that you're that you're going through. And then there's the reality of of what's happening there. Right. And the perception for you is real. Like if you're in Colorado, for example, and and people keep coming down on you and you're like, well, dude, what's the deal? You know, why? Why are these guys coming down on me and being able to do all of this kind of stuff? And I have to do this and do this and do this. Then we could say that, okay, that's how you're perceiving it, but then we can look at things and say, okay, this there might be something real here. And I think that's how we need to separate all this stuff. I think the reality is we, we're losing more and more freedoms in America. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. So now Some of it is self-imposed. It's not even correct. that the, the government is taking away our freedoms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that we are willfully allowing – the First Amendment is the perfect example of this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, private corporations can do whatever they want. Uh, at least that's what we believe if you're a constitutionalist. Uh, but at the same time, we're allowing corporations to almost dictate our behavior because we've allowed them to gain so much influence that, you know, like Twitter. Twitter can say, well, you're shadow banned. You're done. We don't like what yeah. you have to say. We do that. Yeah. The largest or they get to dictate who's the good guys, who's the bad guys. Exactly. And yeah. we saw that. If you saw the hack that they had the other night that we were, we were on your podcast, mm-hmm. the, the rest of the Internet was going crazy because all the blue check marks got kicked off of Twitter because they had a hack. Mm-hmm. And what the hackers saw, sorry about that, mm-hmm. they saw Twitter's inside interface and they saw that Twitter can not just shadow ban people, but they can also stop certain trends. 
So if something is really popular and they're like, oh, well, we got to suppress it down. <laughs> we got to suppress it right away. Boom. Yeah. They can't see it because if the mm-hmm. people see this, they're going to go crazy. Yeah. So and that's the government has nothing to do with that. And because gov- it's a company. It's not you yeah. can't say that's First exactly. Amendment because that's a company. Exactly. But it's almost like we're willfully giving away our free speech. Yeah. Well, if you pile- we've made that we've chosen that to be the public forum because yeah. we've given Twitter power as a consumer. Right. And yeah. if you pile up a whole bunch of companies, so mm-hmm. if you take like Twitter on its own, okay, who cares, right? Maybe. Exactly. If you take Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and yeah. all of these different social media companies and you put them together, um, if you take all the companies that are advertising, right? If you take the companies that we pay money to to look at, you know, like let's say Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, uh, you know, Disney Plus, whatever, right? All those different things. If they all of a sudden get together on the same page and start pushing the same message to us, even if it's not real, then more of us are going to perceive it to be real. Correct. You know, or so or we're going to get like something's going to get upset. We're, we're going to somehow get upset because of what we think is getting pushed on us. Yep. You know. Yep. So so that's that weird thing that I think is that that's happening. And then ultimately, the thing about this is that so is the law that way? Can people not say what they have to say? Like, I've, I've never had a problem with someone saying something I don't agree with or being racist or this thing or that thing. It's to me when they decide, OK, I don't like you because you're a black man, you're a brown man, whatever. I'm going to take you, tie you up in the back of this truck and drag you down the street and kill you. That's where we have a problem. <laughs> Yeah. You know, they can not like me because of what I look like. They could they could feel all those kinds of ways. They should be free to do that. But when we get to that point, then it's then it's a problem for me. Right. You know, but but now we're living in like a completely different uh, situation where, you know, they're making they're making people into bad guys. They're making us they're making a lot of people in America feel like they're the bad guy. You know. And and it's and it, it it gets to this point where it's just uh, we kind of talked about this on the panel a little bit. It just they're making you feel like the bad guy, but it, it's they're it, when you really look at it, they're just projecting. Mm-hmm. Like we we seen what happened with Chop. Like I was pretty excited because I was like, "Fuck yeah, they're getting rid of government." Uh, so <laughs> here fucking comes Chop. Like, like fuck yeah! Like, like I'm gonna move to fucking Washington and go live right. in Chop now because okay. there's gonna be no government. Mm-hmm. But it, it, in in reality, what ended up happening is just fucking government times like a hundred at that. It point. became communism right oh, away. Like, ex- yeah. like what immediately. Yeah. Immediately. So is it like they're just projecting exactly what the fuck they are? Mm-hmm. And I think we we do that as human beings. Is we, we tend to hate the people that are more like us and. Because uh, you see the mirror and you're like, holy fuck, I, I hate this, that. Uh, very self-deprecating. Um, and I think that that's where there's no evaluation because they're, they're so busy hating or commenting on, on post um, or videos or whatever and, and, and never taking the time to self-evaluate. Mm-hmm. Like, why do I hate this individual? Why do I, uh, wh- why do I feel this certain type of way uh, towards this individual? And again, you, you just make them the bad guy and it's easy. Oh, you're the fucking bad guy and then run away because mm-hmm. that's what you do. Is you just fuck. They just fucking run away after they call you the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no explanation. No, no analyzation. No. Any of that stuff. And we, we were kind of having this discussion during uh, dinner one or lunch or whatever. It's just like some of these conversations are so fucking complex. Mm-hmm. It takes 
five conversations to kind of figure everything out. Mm-hmm. It takes 20 conversations to really figure this shit out. It's taken 20 years worth of conversations for my wife and I to like really fully understand every fucking little detail, like 20 years. And sometimes we still get it wrong. Yeah. Um, and, and people just want to get it in, in just 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, he said he's not proud of being an American. Well, it's just much more complex than that. But uh, it's easy to grab what I just said right there and then fucking lose your shit and then not really understand everything that I mean behind it. It's funny because you're the second person that I heard articulate that today exactly the way that you're articulated it. I don't know if anybody's heard of Hotep Jesus, but he's a big commentator Mm -hmm. on Yeah, so he was on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's pretty much what blew him up into prominence, but Mm -hmm. he's... I guess you could call him a black conservative. Uh, he's more conservative than a lot of conservatives, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he pretty much said the same thing. He's like, are we really that free here? He's like, I think America's a socialist country already. Yeah. He's like, we pretty much are mm-hmm. because we have crony corporations. And look, I know the chat. We're not America bashing here. We're just we're, we're, the reason we have to have these conversations is because think of it as an intervention. We want to intervene to make sure that they don't destroy the United States. And in order to intervene, you have to identify the problem first. If you don't identify the problem, you're just going to keep going on as if nothing is ever happening. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to be like, there's a hammer and a sickle flying in the flag outside. What the hell happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't want to also, believe we shouldn't pre- we shouldn't pretend like everyone's the same. Everyone of is course. different. Everyone has a different point of view. And we need to, I, I think like Edgar just said, we need to give them the time that it takes to to really exactly. roll out that complicated point of view instead of like jumping on one thing going okay and this guy's not a this guy's not a patriot he doesn't belong in uh, like yeah. or whatever it is that we want to get into because I don't think it's that simple let me just uh do the shout out villain trucker 26 gave us 10 bucks uh I don't think there's any specific message smash the thumbs ups right now uh if you're enjoying this conversation what were you going to say Edgar Oh was it my Who was turn? it who was it? I don't know uh, I, I or I don't know if Joanna so if someone wants well, to get in there I before was, I do. I was uh, thinking also that I know we've been talking that the U.S. has been changing. We've been losing our freedoms, but you know I don't want to say this is a conspiracy because I think it's actually kind of known at this point. There are movers and shakers that are above us in terms of you know financial billionaires and organizations and whatnot, changing the way things are going on behind the scenes and directing us like cattle to mm-hmm. believe certain things or to act certain ways. So I think it's much more complicated than just, you know, us as a people, you know, we have to start looking at what's going on behind the scenes too. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I wish more people would understand the history. It seems like you guys understand your history relatively well, but with this whole science bullshit, uh, the reason I'm not a, a mask wearer and shit like that is just because science is always skewed. If we go back to when just, just Petro, uh, just gas, gasoline, when it was, we have unleaded fuel now, but when we used to have leaded fuel, there was a lot of people going batshit crazy because all, all, all the lead in the, in, in the environment and all the scientists for the automobile companies were like, nah, no, nah, like everything's good. Don't worry about it. These were bot scientists that were saying, no government, you guys are good. Car companies ain't doing a, a motherfucking thing wrong. These people are just going batshit crazy just because they're going batshit crazy, and, and, and that's it. They were skewing the science, and like we got to understand that. I think a lot of people understand that that there's a lot of fakes, but I just wish we more people would understand that all of this shit is is fake. So as far as people moving and and, and doing all that shit for us, like it it just the game's rigged. 
It's. I think it's rigged, and I think that uh, some of it's accidental, some of it's deliberate. I think uh, we're getting this feeling because. So, for example, Fauci at one point says, "No, you don't need masks. You know, don't. Yeah. You do Secretary not." Secretary General need- said that too. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because because what they were worried about at that time is everyone panicking and going, "Wait a second, are we all going to die because we don't have the masks?" So they they didn't want a run on it and they wanted to have access to the masks. Yep. But now they're like, oh, everyone needs to wear a mask. We don't feel like that's a thing anymore. So now everyone should wear a mask. Well, what difference did it make? Because if you left everyone open and you weren't, Correct. you know, you were doing all of this, what difference does it make? And ultimately, yeah, more than likely, regardless of, of what the science is, right? More than likely, what we're doing isn't going isn't gonna to do anything to actually uh, – it might slow it down on some minuscule level. But overall, we're all going to have to live and deal with this thing. Correct. If you really think about the science of it, COVID-19, it's going gonna, it's gonna to become you know, COVID something else or they're going to call it something else. It's going to mutate. It's going to do this. It's going to cycle back around. We've had – we've like been – yeah, we've had to deal with the flu before. There's going to be a better one, a worse one. This is going to happen. That's going to yeah. happen. You know, but we're just we're just caught up in this thing where we don't know. We can't. We don't trust them. We don't believe them. But ultimately, I think the thing, the really bad thing that's happening right now, that I've I haven't seen this in a long time. It's like every single side is trying to push everyone, regardless of what side they're on, yeah. to the same place. Where we're all upset, we're all mad at each other. Yeah. We all feel like we're the ones who are being, you know, uh, stepped on. And then when we come across each other, the first thing we're going to do is start fighting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, on on the point of Corona, because I've always been of the mind with the, with uh, the this virus is just just fucking let it do what it's going to do. Unfortunately, hurt the people it's going to hurt. Uh, I'm just throwing this out there. I know these motherfuckers are gonna get crazier in the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we just? If they're do not that used with... to, if they're not used to yeah. you by this point in the conversation, <laughs> I, don't the on. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> yeah, one could argue that we could just do that with the U.S. right now. Just fucking mm-hmm. make a full-blown communist, let it fucking burn, and and fucking re- just re- regenerate itself after that. Because the the faster. Just going off of the same concept of, mm-hmm. of the virus, mm-hmm. same concept. Like we we got this virus, which, which is whatever you want to call it, socialism, communism, mm-hmm. whatever. We know it doesn't work. We we've seen it in other countries attempting to kind of work, and it just simply doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers don't ever support it. They just fucking burn this motherfucker down, um, and and see what goes from there. Like it, it just. See, I've I've, I've, I've thought when I get really cynical, I've thought that before. Joe's heard me that that concept before. Like, just yeah. let them do whatever they want at this point. And it's like, yeah, but we still have to live through it. But the yeah, I, I and let me ask this: um, How many of you guys? So, Edgar, do you have any kids? I've got four of those motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, we, you we, guys, we you guys don't have no. any kids yet. But, uh, yeah. Don't but do see, it. I, I, don't I was, fucking do I, it. <laughs> don't do it. I, I was getting to the butt. Good. I was like, I think it. like Edgar sometimes, but mm-hmm. I I do tend to believe that unfortunately we are. Yeah, stay close un- to the mic. You're, otherwise, you're getting a little echo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're 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 in an unprecedented point in history mm-hmm. where China is waiting for us to do that. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. They yeah. they they're setting it up. We know that that's what they want. Yeah. You can because see, this is real estate, baby. This is yes, a bread basket. Tentacles of what they've been doing. <laughs> 
The Chinese are not like Americans. They play the long con. They've been around for 2,000 years. They can wait another 200 yeah. if it means that they'll become the superpower. Right. And you can see how they're setting up trade, how they're manipulating other countries. And people are starting to wake up now. I mean, the Australians of all people have the biggest balls of all right now because they're like, we're going to start banning all this Chinese stuff. In India, they just had a skirmish on the border a few weeks ago with them. It was hand-to-hand -hand combat. They didn't even shoot each other. They had a brawl where they killed like 80 people on both <laughs> sides just with hand-to-hand -hand combat throwing people off cliffs between India and China. So now mm -hmm. India's like, we're going to ban all Chinese products. That's it. We're done. Like, yeah. That's how and, we're going to do it. And I think that's the thing, time, right? Yeah. Time is yeah. the thing. America hasn't really been around that long. Yeah. And um, listen. And we're if, not super patient. Yeah. Well, we but, and if, if, if we have to throw down... I'm willing to throw down, man. But once we once we cross that line, and I have kids and all that stuff. Once yeah. we go into that world, it's a whole different world. And most of us, my kids, uh, not a lot of people won't see the end of that. We won't see the end of it. And so the thing is, is I don't want to go into that if we don't if we don't have to. But yeah, man, we this comfort that we're I, I kind of see like you want to get people out of their comfort zone, Edgar, I believe. I, and also, first of all, I believe that you mean everything you're saying. Yeah. But I think what you're also trying to do is get people out of their comfort zone because that comfort right. zone is killing us. That's why we're like willing to destroy ourselves and be here kicking each other's asses while there's other people out there conspiring. You have to realize that physically this place where we're living in is one of the best places on the face of the planet. N not just because of the Constitution or because we're Americans, because of what it is. You yeah. know, all the things that grow here, all the things that you can make here, all the things you could do with this place. Right. Yeah. There, there's people out there that outnumber us. OK, that outnumber us, that could throw people at us and they're willing to do it. And we're not we're not willing to die. Yeah. We're not willing to suffer and go through all of that. So we're getting caught up in such silly things. We're like taking kids who are at a young age are ambiguous about who they are in the world and going, oh, you think you're a boy? Well, OK, we'll make well, you know, you're a girl, but we'll make you into a boy. Your 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 boy will make you into a girl, and then we're all gonna, you know, we're all gonna, we're gonna not only destroy the future like that, we're we're just gonna fight about it, and we're gonna keep, you know, keep going into it. And I think all of this is like this thing that that there's someone out there manufacturing this, because how does it happen when we're so far, when we're so far ahead? How do we wind up here where we're just all willing to tear each other apart? Yeah. And it happened. It happened quick. Oh no! Go ahead. Go yeah. I was gonna say, what do you think if um, if the U.S. were to have an external, you know, enemy at this point? Because I feel like at this, at the rate that it's happening with China and the Uyghurs and what's going on with India, um, I feel like we're probably gonna go to war with them or have some kind of conflict with them in the next five years. Yeah. Uh, one of the silver linings that I'm. I mean, this is a terrible thing. I don't want to do this. Yeah, I mm -hmm. hope we don't. But um, one of the silver linings is. You know, in faced with conflict, I feel like the U.S. would finally unify itself. You know, um, I'm a New Yorker and I was around, you know, for 9-11. I was there. I knew people who died. And I just remember the surge of patriotism and the unity that happened. It didn't last very long. But, you know, I feel like that might be something, you know, if, if that happens as a silver lining for the U.S. that we can unite and forget the B.S. Because, like you said, we've had it too good. That's when we have no conflict. We create conflict. 
Yeah. Yeah. Will anyone believe it until unless there's parachutes in the sky? Probably that, not. That's the problem. That's the problem now that the media is so divided and everything is so. And I mean, we can blame the left. The left was the first one to do it, to use the tactics of we're just going to throw everything at you. We know our ideas suck. So we're just going to call you racist or we're going to say terrible things. And we're going to oppose everything that you do diametrically, even if it is illogical. But now the right has gotten to the point where they're so angry about it. And we've tried to fight by the rules. I, I compare Mitt Romney's candidacy is the perfect example of what happened to the United States. When he had that debate against Obama and Candy Crowley lied on national TV and didn't call Benghazi a terrorist attack after mm -hmm. Obama did. And you could tell Mitt Romney was sitting there. He's like, but I saw him say it. And I was like, well, Mitt Romney, you didn't say anything. You didn't say that she was a liar. You just mm -hmm. sat there in shock. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's what's happened to a lot of America. Things happen so quickly that people are just in shock. They don't even know what to do. They're like, I can't believe this is going on. Like, well, if I sit here and I'm nice to everybody, then they'll understand. I was like, no, no, no. They know you're going to behave nice and they're going to roll over you. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. They know that the other the other side or whatever you want to call them, forces that want to take down the United States or change it. They know that for a long time, American people like to sit around and life is great. We have reached the peak. Now it's on autopilot. We don't have to worry about it. At, at 2000, the year 2000 happened. That was peak America. Now we can just cruise forever. We're always going to dominate. We're always going to be the best. And it's freedom isn't free. You have to constantly keep up with that because every single country always goes through that. They become complacent and then they fall apart because the decadence gets to you because you become lazy, mentally lazy. Yeah. Not and you have physically. to be you have to be willing to be the bad guy. I think yeah. this is probably one of the pro this is one of the problems with like uh What's going on with like a two-party system that we have here in America, right? You have to be willing for, to someone to look at it. Oh, you're the bad guy, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, if it, because ultimately here, this is how things are gonna gonna get done. If if you're this comfortable, you're just gonna be manipulated because of what you know you're trying to maintain. You have to be willing to be the bad guy. Now, does that mean that you have to be? You know, you've got to be prejudiced. You got to be horrible to people or destroy people. Uh, I don't think so. I think you know. No one wants to do that, but ultimately, at some point, you have to be the bad guy because there's things happening that that the directions that people are pushing us in. That if we keep going in that direction, we're going to be just com completely malleable, and I think that's what everyone's pushing back against, right? That's what mm -hmm. folks out there are seeing. Like, what's happening to kids? What's what's happening with relationships? Like the America that we all grew up in, where we could have relationships with each other that weren't perfect. You know, you could do things and, and everything you did wasn't a wasn't a crime compared now to like our kids. They say one wrong thing. Like if my son say one wrong thing to a girl, they're evil forever. Yeah. Right. They're branded yep. forever in this thing where before you can make that mistake and you do this thing. Uh, look, there's there's really horrible things that people could do. Right. But and hopefully you're raising your children not to be like that. But now they're just literally giving up on relationships. And, and people are just literally giving up on what their gender is, <laughs> you know, and they're just giving up on this thing, giving up on that thing, giving up on this thing. Um, I, I think at some point here, someone has to be willing to be the bad guy and say no to that. Yeah. You know, but but who that, that, that's the problem. I think everybody's just so concerned with not being the bad guy mm -hmm. and and. and 
it gets to the point where like even being the bad guy to correct things takes mm-hmm. a lot of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultimately, it's it, going to come down to who's willing to fight about it. Like if we're not willing to fight about it, if we're not willing to stand up about it, if we're not willing to like, you know, if we know that there's a line, but that line is far away before we ever get there, then we're not going to win that because mm-hmm. the, uh, the other side has time over that. You know, and meanwhile, I think that other places out there are looking like these guys are just joking around. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, um, I can also understand why people don't want to, you know, stand up and be the bad guy. This is a conversation that Rolando and I have had. And I'm, it's kind of like in The Patriot, you know, where uh, Mel Gibson's character is like, well, I've, I've got a family to support and stuff. And I don't really have to, you know, who's going to take care of my kids? And, and I'm Mel Gibson in the family, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, Rolando's really? definitely. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Rolando's more like Heath Ledger's character. He's like, no, we got to go and fight. And she's setting I, you up, bro. <laughs> don't go for this. <laughs> but um, she, she but just moved you hey, all the way. Uh, that's why that, I guess that's why people people like us. Uh, you know, we can have these conversations. With one no, I get it. I get it. it. Yeah. People have fun. Yeah. No, I get it. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Like you, you can't stand up and say what you believe in without, you know, consequences of getting fired, getting, I mean, some kid in Fordham University, I heard this story um, this week, this kid, uh, I'm pretty sure he's of Chinese descent, you know, put on Twitter that, you know, he was supporting or, you know, the Chinese, uh, the Hong Kong, uh, talked about Tiananmen Square. So yeah, he was pro Hong Kong and Fordham found out and mm-hmm. did them real dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid's not allowed to go back on campus. They can't kick him out, but he's not allowed to finish his classes uh, on campus. He's not allowed to wear anything that says Fordham. He cannot represent the school, uh, mm-hmm. and he cannot run for any office in any you know group, you know club, anything. Because he was pro Hong Kong. Yes. Okay. See, but even with that, it is just mm-hmm. and like when when we do our podcast. There's you were talking about how um, you believe everything that I say, like it, it's what I mean right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I may not mean this in five years or 30 years or mm-hmm. 10 years or five or tomorrow or next mm-hmm. week. Or that's why we do have these conversations, because I mean, and, and that's what a lot of people for the kind of disregard is now that sucks. I mean, I believe he was doing the right thing, but I mean, now he's going to be persecuted for the rest of his life. Even if he does change what he believes, Mm -hmm. like in 20 years, he'd be like, no, I was fucked. I I was stupid. I I should have been all for the fucking communist. But now a lot of people are going to be like, no, you you fucking fucked up once. So now we, we persecute people for life now. Mm -hmm. Um, and and it's, it's rough, man, because you can't live, you can't grow, you can't experience anything because everybody's just so afraid to do anything and, 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 and be a dude and be a chick and, and, or do whatever the fuck you want. Or not, and, or not be. I mean, the thing or is. Or not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, um, should, we and, should be able to be who we think we are or what we want to be as long correct. as that's not affecting or hurting other correct. people, right? Uh-huh. Uh, the problem is, is like, so if on, let's I don't know, man, it's tough to, to, to map this out, but let's say on our side, we go, Hey, be who you want to be. Okay. Yeah. You're an adult or whatever, be who you want to be. Okay. 
And we're letting that person be who they want to be. And then we're trying to be ourselves. And they're like, yeah, but we don't want you to be that. Correct. That's the problem. You know, yeah. if you're going to be that, then you're a horrible, evil person. Correct. And we're not down with that. That's where we go. Well, then, then, you know, forget everything. Correct. Yep. <laughs> That's what's like. So in this case, I remember I was just looking at because um, I've got the HBO Plus. So I was looking at South Park. I've never really actually That's looked at all the South Parks, which is in your neck of the woods in Colorado, even though yeah. it's a fictional cartoon place. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a real place. <laughs> so <laughs> South Park is a, is a real place. It's a real location. Yeah. But the, so yeah. I was looking at the TV show and they were making fun of like, do you remember that this is this is from reality? Do you remember that um, uh, LeBron James, all these basketball players and other athletes in America yeah. want to make money in China? So this whole Hong Kong thing was going right. down. And there were some people over here in America that were supporting the protesters in Hong Kong. They want freedom. They're about to like China's about to take over there and they know what that's going to be. And they don't want that. And there was a, 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 bas- a, t- a coach of a team here that supported Hong Kong. And LeBron Mr. James Rockets. said, you shut up. That's what he said to the guy. Right. You shut up and forget those people. OK. But when he when LeBron James is ready, like, he goes over there, he makes lots of money over there. When he's ready, he flips everything else. And he's like, America is horrible to, you know, to, to black people. It's a Correct. horrible place for black people. You know, Correct. they're killing us. They're killing us in the streets or whatever. Like, we're, th- this confusion is what's creating the problem. I mean, what is it? Are you, are you, you know, are you support, like you're supporting people here in America to go out and, and tear up uh, their neighborhoods, but people in Hong Kong can't do that? Can't do that. Yeah. And, now, and when we see that on, on both sides, because again, when I say, oh, I, I see a lot more freedom in Mexico sometimes. Mm-hmm. People instantly, well, fucking get the fuck out, leave. Like, no, like, like I just want the same shit here. Like, yeah. I, I just want a little bit more. How about when I have my parties till three in the morning, you shut the fuck yeah. up and don't call I don't understand company. your party with three in the morning thing. Like, why is there? That's a huge where, freedom. Where, I don't even party, dude. I don't even stay up till so, three but, in the morning. But where is it that three o'clock? At, where do you live that three o'clock in the morning? They don't want you to party. You're in Colorado. It's a massive state <laughs> that only has five million people. Throw a so, party anywhere in the U.S. in, in, in the suburbs. And 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 have your music, Mexican music, playing till two. Don't three live in the, in the suburbs. Well, those, they're not chilling. They're, they're not chilling over there, like smoking or something. Like yeah, they have nothing I, better to do. Yeah, I don't understand this, man. You got I'm you actually, guys have I'm nothing actually, but mountains. Go live in the see, mountains and have your party see, till three in, see, in the morning. This is the beauty of this. Is just like these are just words because I don't party. I don't drink. I, don't, yeah. I was about to say, Edgar, you're around our age. Do you have the energy to party till 3 a.m.? I'm in bed by like 10. Yeah, yeah. I'll stay if up I'm, till If 3 I'm awake at that time, there's no party in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, we're about this. I'm really a square. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a square. Who like, is just... it specifically that's stopping you, Edgar, and Tillion no, from is, partying until is, 3 o'clock this in the is morning? Just an ex- it's just an example. Like, that's all. Yeah, but you keep, but that's your only example. So we've, you know, we should examine this. And we should fix oh, it. Oh, me growing up. Me, no, me not right up. now. Where you live in Colorado. So first of all, so, you, you have to tell so, us exactly where you live. But where do you live? Like in a city? How far is your next neighbor from you? Uh, d- depends on where I'm at. But up here when I'm in, in the Denver area, it's like my neighbor's like fucking bam right there, 50 feet. Uh, okay. So, yeah, come on. You got, you know, we, you yeah. got to be considerate of the neighbor. 
at three o'clock in the morning, man. Well, see, yeah. and th- that's what I mean, but it, 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 that's precisely what I mean. So yeah. if we're why does your neighbor the- have to come out like uh, Dirty Harry or something like that at three o'clock in the morning? Well, th- there's two components to this. If uh-huh. we really want to get into that, th- there's mm-hmm. two components to this. Uh, we discussed this on our podcast. It's just I have a decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, Edgar, I have mm-hmm. a decision. Mm-hmm. I hate confrontation. Uh, I'm not a big confrontation guy. Okay. Uh, if my neighbor makes noise. I have two decisions. Deal with it and understand that they have the freedom to, to make that noise mm-hmm. or go talk to my neighbor. What mm-hmm. I won't do is go to a government agent and request assistance okay. to shut up my neighbors. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't have the fucking balls to go to my neighbor and be like, hey, neighbor, you're being a little bit too loud. One of the things that I've come to terms with is like, hey, if I let my neighbor do what the fuck they want to do and party till two, three o'clock in the morning. Then when it's my turn, then it, then it's my turn. So so for me, so let's so okay, I understand that, but let's. Uh, I'm just going to try to get this for instance in here. So you decided to have a party. It's like two thirty in the morning. You're still going. Your neighbor has to go get up early and go to work the next day. Yeah. If if he comes over there and he's like, dude, I you know what the hell, you got to shut this down. Shut that what shit you, down. You're going to shut, we'll it, shut down? That shit down. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. All right. For, for my neighbor, I will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The cops roll up. I'm like, nah, we're we're we good on that shit. Oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm turn that bitch back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if the neighbor? Because, so what if the neighbor is like afraid to talk to you? You know, what well, if that's that, an issue that, that that's an issue that they have to come up with? Like okay. that, that's an issue that we have to address mm-hmm. and understand why this is going on. Uh, but would you? So let's say, like, if you're having a party there, do you take your neighbor into consideration if he's this close? Do you take him into consideration when you're having this? Do you warn if, if him? This, do you say, was, "Hey, I'll get this, you an Airbnb somewhere else if you need to sleep"? <laughs> if what this was doing? a re- if this was a real thing, a real experience, mm-hmm. uh, we would let the neighbors know ahead of yeah. time, like, "Hey, this is gonna happen." Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it was on a fucking loudspeaker, like, "Hey, this is gonna fucking happen." Uh, if you got issues, just let's just fucking rock and roll right now. Yeah. And let's just figure. And it so, out. what if you were going over to let him know, and he's like, "No, this day is not good for me. I got to wake up early." Then that's you know? a conversation me and yeah. my neighbor and I would have to have. Right. That's the the whole beauty of anarchy, mm-hmm. and the the whole beauty. Yeah. It doesn't mean no rules. It means yeah. no rules. I mean, Brick says that's why there are noise ordinances in the city for this very subject. Yeah, but see, that's the mm-hmm. thing. We rely so much. This is why this country. It is slowly going away because you have people who love freedom who say, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's why we have ordinances. This mm-hmm. is why it's OK to take because believe it or not, that that stupid fucking noise ordinance mm-hmm. is an infringement upon my rights. OK, it, it's a uh, small one, but it's still an infringement. So, so Motorboater says this liberty doesn't involve bothering others. If you believe it does, then your reasoning on why Mexico is more free is misinformed. everybody's and, stuck out on that, that no whole i know i know but so yeah. so like how does it go down and so you you know listen you brought it up i'm 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 not yeah, afraid yeah. to explore it and i'm doing this in a nice we're all friends here everyone yeah, 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 absolutely friends. no no yeah no. so how does this go down in mexico how do these parties like right next to each other like this go down in mexico you this just goes let down them in party. Miami, by the way. It's huh? not just Mexico. This is Miami, by the way, not just Mexico. Yeah, right? I, okay. was, I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, like, sounds like South Florida. I don't know why this is a this, problem. This is yeah, yeah, Mexico. Yeah. This is here. So, so, so maybe I need to go to South Florida then. Uh, Miami and, is on all the, you know, depending where well, you and, are, right? It's on and, all and, the time, certain places. And yeah. that, that, that's what I mean. It's just like, mm-hmm. for me, culturally growing up here in the U.S. from I- I- illegal immigrant parents, mm-hmm. It's just for us in our neighborhood, because I grew up in the hood, 
mm-hmm. it was mostly Mexicans that, that lived there. It was mostly mm-hmm. people who just spoke Spanish, Mexicans, um, a few Central Americans, but overall Mexicans. And it's just like it was just every, it was like this unwritten rule where where if you had your your shindig, uh, you're going to play the fucking music till two, three o'clock in the morning. The neighbors kind of just dealt with it because they knew when it was their turn. Well, motherfucker, you better not motherfucking say a goddamn thing because we let you do your stupid shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think get, most yeah, people, I don't think that's just Mexico, too. I mean, I, which correct. I think you understand that. I correct. think a lot of people are like that um, until until things get really out of hand. Until, but, until you get well, the one I, yeah. person who says, oh, there's think, noise ordinances and, and stuff like yeah. that. I think the funny thing is, too, that sometimes we forget that we're a republic. And a republic means that each state is actually a little bit different. And we actually yeah. have our own cultures between each state. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in Miami. This sounds just like Miami to me. <laughs> yeah, and, but yeah, if yeah. I go to Jacksonville, it's going to be a little bit different culturally yeah. because that's yeah. more considered. I mean, I grew south. up in New York City, so there's no choice over it, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah. like from like, OK, so so right now we're talking about calling the cops situation. Right. But, but I, I respect I respect mm-hmm. the comment of like mm-hmm. it, it, in, in an anarchy and freedom stuff, you, you respect what, what your neighbors have to say. And that's why yeah. you have a dialogue with them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. So for us, it was always an unwritten thing. Like it was mm-hmm. just it was just known that this was going to happen. And that's just what happened. Mm-hmm. And within that own unwritten thing, we had an understanding. So. Mm-hmm. It's not that you were really bothering the neighbors, because if that was the case, like there'd be a lot of fucking kids that, that we'd have in jail for fucking bothering yeah. the neighbors. Like um, at some point, we just got to be like, I have yeah. to be a human being and be like, you know what? These, these are the things that I'm going to tolerate. And part of being an anarchist is just understanding that if if I truly value freedom, like I, I have the freedom to leave this neighborhood, go to a different neighborhood if I don't like it. If, mm-hmm. if overall it just doesn't work out for me, I can go somewhere else. Or I can decide to stay here and just tolerate the, the little bullshit that goes on here. Um, yeah. I, think, so, uh, I think ultimately, I think a lot of places are like that. I think yeah, a lot of places in America, uh, most people are like this. They don't automatically, it's not like a default to go to calling the police. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us are like, I, I'm trying to remember when I called the police. Like, do you remember yeah. having to call the police? Well, I, 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 I think call we the just, police. I think it, it goes to the core of what we've been talking about all mm-hmm. night. The people are incapable of having adult conversations with one mm-hmm. another anymore. And so you see it with how the millennials behave. It's just an application. It's an Correct. amplification of that and the mm-hmm. Karenization of America. Mm-hmm. Where we have reached the point where let's use the millennials as an example. We've called them all their lives because parents were too terrified. And we see this with immigrant parents. Maybe you see this, uh, Edgar. I see it almost more with immigrant parents sometimes than I do with with uh, non-immigrant parents is that there's this desperation for my life was so difficult. I do not want my kids to go through anything. <laughs> but you forget that, that the difficulties yeah. in your life built you up to be the individual that Correct. you are. True. So sometimes with your kids, you have to artificially create obstacles for them when they grow up mm-hmm. so that they see adversity. So you have to say, like, I'm not going to give you the allowance. You go get a job. Mm-hmm. Like, go go mow some lawns and do some stuff or open a lemonade stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to give you an allowance, but that's what you get. If you yeah. can't afford what you want to buy, you can't buy your Xbox with that allowance, you're going to have to wait a few more months until you can yeah. save it up. Mm-hmm. And and we've lost that with children. So now when they become adults, it's always like, well, mommy and daddy are going to help me. Well, Correct. who's mommy and daddy when you grow up? It's the police and the government. It's the police and the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, let me go talk to this dude that I have some beef with and let's see if we can settle it out. 
-hmm. And that that has really become the problem is we can't govern ourselves. So how do we expect the government that we elect to actually be able to do anything? Correct. Yeah. Well, and then there's there's also introverted and extroverted. Right. Or, um, you know, so, for example, here's what I mean by this. So in a neighborhood where you're that neighbor that you put those parties on, you go over whatever the thing is, right? You're It's an imbalance with you. You're not just doing it every now and then that you're having your party, having a good old time. You're an asshole. Yeah, you're doing it, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so the other the other neighbors now are just dealing with that, you know, um, and, and then they're, you know, they're, they're not saying anything to you, but inside of their minds, they're hating on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then they, so now some people take that first, so, the, the, I'm just trying to line up something of what right. happens when you don't call the cops, right? Because if yeah. you call the cops in that situation and they come over and they say, look, sir, there's a noise ordinance here. It's this time at night. You need to, you know, you need to wrap this up but or take it down or you're going to get in we, trouble. Don't we argue this in the gun community all the time? Like mm-hmm. if, if your elected representative is not willing to show up at my door mm-hmm. with the fucking gun to take away my guns. Mm-hmm then why would you elect a, a, an official to do that? Like when you're voting for anything, if you don't have the balls mm-hmm. to come to my face, to take away my freedoms, the way you're electing officials to take away my freedom, then what right do you have to say any of that stuff? So I, I'm just using the same energy here. Like right. if you, my neighbor, don't have the balls to personally come tell me that, then I don't want you to go to the government to tell me because now you're asking for force Mm-hmm. to be used upon me for something that could be dealt with in, yeah. in, in a, in a yeah. relatively civil. Now you do have your asshole that just needs to get his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and that's how you deal with that shit. You just beat the shit out of that motherfucker. And then just hopefully that, that ends the thing. Mm-hmm. It sounds barbaric, mm-hmm. but I mean, we all need ass whoopings. There's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people on comment sections on mine. I need an ass whooping every now and now and again. <laughs> Like we all need, <laughs> yeah, like we, we all need our settings reset. And in this country, though, we, we just don't reset settings anymore. Mm-hmm. Like like mm-hmm. everybody's just allowed to do whatever the fuck they want and zero fucking consequences. Like, no, like I, I grew up like if you did or said something wrong, even if it was just wrong in that setting, like you're going to get roundhouse. Mm-hmm. Like that's what was going to happen. We we're going to fucking reset that shit. And and we're gonna go unless to you f- have unless you have one big uh, Billy badass dude who is really running everything, and then people don't have any choice. I mean, they really have to like militarize or something against that guy. Look, I think ultimately yeah. it, it would be great if people followed the unwritten rules. Correct. So this is why we have written rules and why we have like a society. You know, where we go, this is the rules of the society yeah. or whatever. Not everyone, uh, like you have but your way that you're looking be, at the world. The rules don't have to be written by a state. That's the thing. Because, mm-hmm. again, anarchy does not mean rule. no rules. It means no rulers, mm-hmm. which is it, – it, it's like we, we have rules that we're yeah. following right now because of YouTube. Right. Like a government didn't create that. A private company created that. And we're just following those yeah. those rules. But, you know, and, the and thing is, so the thing is, like, one, I think you're forgetting the Matrix thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're forgetting the Matrix thing, right? Because uh, I didn't watch the movie. Yes, exactly. Because you didn't <laughs> see it. Where Morpheus said, like, my my beliefs don't require you to believe them. Like, I understand where you're yeah. coming from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, agree yeah. with it. Yeah. But everyone else doesn't. And, you know, like, it's other people who are setting up society like this. And they want to live within that society. And so if you don't want to live within that society, you get on a boat or something. And then go out to your own island. 
Correct. You know, and build your own your own civilization up Correct. exactly the way that you want to, if you could Correct. enforce it. Yes. You know, unfortunately, we have things going this way, and most of us try to get along this. Correct. You know, and this, and yeah. it, and and it doesn't work this way either all the time, right? Yeah. You know, um, that's just the. I think that's just like the the uh, the bottom line uh, of this whole thing. Yeah. Like you, I know you're and, an and anarchist. I, and, you, you see everything like that, but every, then everyone else does it. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And yeah. in, in real life and practice, when I'm not on a podcast, like mm-hmm. that's just the way it is because I understand what reality is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm the introvert that doesn't party. That doesn't. I'm not going to be up till two o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. because I am very considerate. I don't even like yelling in my house because I know some neighbors can can hear that shit and mm-hmm. stuff like that. My dog, we've trained my dog not to bark. Yeah. Like she was just yeah. over here. Len Holt was just saying that. I bet Edgar has rules in his own house. Yeah, absolutely. Because it doesn't mean no <laughs> no rules, and yeah. that's what a lot of people think. Oh, anarchy uh-huh. means no rules. Like that's not what it means at, at all. You grossly misunderstand what anarchy means. Yeah, I, I think I, I, it was actually that documentary about the Spanish Civil War that taught me more about anarchy. Mm-hmm. For me, the end, what ends up being the biggest flaw with anarchy is the same flaw that that affects every other political yeah. system: is that humans are humans. Humans. So, yeah. so you'll it's, get it's the you'll, people. We are yeah, the virus. So you'll you'll get like enough people to buy into anarchy, and you you can teach them to be moral, and cooperate with one another. But then the other tribe over the hill is like, we want your shit. Yeah. And yeah. we don't have to vote over it. We're a collective, so we're just going to take it. And yeah. then the anarchists are all going to argue about individual rights and like, well, yeah. do I want to <laughs> contribute? Do I, it's the same thing as the libertarians. So then the communists are just going to come and take it all. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and then but, we believe heavily in the non-aggression principle. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, that, that's yeah, yeah, why yeah, yeah. it's like communism. You <laughs> yeah. can look at it, it's like, well, communism. It's a religion. Great it's a religion. a robot. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 You could call it a religion because it, it is kind of a pipe dream, and and I know that. Like oh, I, yeah. I know like. And, and a lot of people try and apply it in a large scale, and it doesn't work in a large scale. Mm-hmm. Like socialism is actually pretty cool in a really small well, scale. Like when, when we're all working together, uh, uh, a lot of minorities. Families are usually communistic. A family structure is communistic yeah. and totalitarian. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. like, uh, what do they call this? Um, uh, just, just family economics. Like, like you see a lot of. Uh, uh, foreigners, they come here and you got a million of them living in one house like they, they're sharing a car and they're sharing everything. They're sharing resources and they mm-hmm. build up one family and then they get to move out. It's very communist, but it only works in that small scale. Anarchy, unfortunately, is kind of the same thing where it only works on a small scale. Once you start to blow it up, mm-hmm. um, you end up with this fucking shit yeah. right here where it's just like, hey, it kind of it's kind of working out, but it but it doesn't. So, yeah, well, see, and that and that's why I respect the viewpoint, because yeah. you're realistic about it. Too many people are idealistic about this. Yeah. stuff. Like mm-hmm. communism, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. It's like, that, no, dude, it never works out that way. No, yeah. it's, it's like you got to understand the limitations. Even even the U.S., we're not like a real capitalistic republic. Yeah. You know, we love to be, but we, it doesn't work out yeah. that way. Correct. I remember, um, I think I was just recently watching Joe Rogan or something, and he was talking about, was it Gaddafi in, in Libya, when they finally caught him, you know, and uh, and they took him out. He had this look on his face like, yeah, you know, he wasn't really, uh, he wasn't really in the mold like, oh, don't do the, don't, don't kill me. You know, he was like, yeah, this is where this is. Like, what, what, whatever you think. You know, uh, whatever you think, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. 
Whatever it is Mm -hmm. you want to create, you know, if you think that you're going to be, there's a lot of people looking for chaos in the world because they think, hey, I'm going to thrive in that world because I'm a big bully and I know I'll do all this kind of stuff. Well, when you get into that world, you're going to really find out that there's always a bigger bully than you. Always. You know, and and, and this is how things go down. So that's why, like, that moment, I actually remember seeing that moment where this guy was at one point running the, the world as far as he could see it. You know, and he had everything. I remember he had this army of female bodyguards. I thought that I always thought that was cool. You know, he had uh, the dictator guns, you know, the gold AKs and everything. He had the tents when he traveled to America or anywhere else. They set up tents and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, at the end, man, when he met when he met the end, he met he met it the way everyone else does. Well, actually, a lot of people go out, you know, crying and screaming and and begging at that point. But he was like, nah, this is what was coming to me. Correct. You know, because yeah. this is what we set up. So yeah. Um, yeah. CB says Gaddafi got killed because he was making a currency. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some of those things in here. You know what, Joanna? We got a couple of minutes here, Joanna. You kind of look like what did I actually get myself? <laughs> Later on, she's going to be telling like, I don't. You guys, you guys. This is why you can't actually, you can't actually be allowed to play on your own. Because <laughs> you no, have that look on your face like this is. I don't know what happened here. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Um, I was going to tell Edgar, I I was stuck on the thinking he taught his dog not to bark. And I was going to be like, he better never get a cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Those... I don't like cats. Because that, that is the, the antithesis of, of an anarchist right there. That, like, that yeah. is the anarchist right there. That's what I want to be as a cat. That's why I hate him so fucking much. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> That's definitely living with no rules. She makes yeah. rules. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And exactly how did you uh, teach your dog not to bark? What, what's the... Uh... Well, I don't know. I don't, some some people no, I get on you over that. <laughs> it it, it yeah. takes a it takes a lot of patience, and it's basically just every time they bark, you don't reinforce it. You mm-hmm. tell them shut the fuck up. Right, it, right, right. Yeah. So your your dog never barks now. My dog, right? No, doesn't bark. Like she was just here. I think she needed to go out, mm-hmm. and she was just fucking. When other dogs bark at her, she don't bark. Like she, mm-hmm. she just doesn't bark. When we got broken into, she was in the warehouse, and she didn't fucking move. Like she just doesn't. So it, it's kind of a double-edged sword to have. Yeah, a dog I was that gonna doesn't. say that's not. Yeah, yeah. I know people who like. I met a guy who uh, is a dog trainer, and he trained all his dogs to be quiet, so that if you try to break into his house, they let you get to a certain point before they all. <laughs> Before they all come in on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, that's where I fucked up. My dog. Yeah, you just went too far, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You want you actually want your dog to bark (laughs) under Uh, certain circumstances. In retrospect. Yeah. Your dog better not be one of those little like poodle Maltese things because those things. Oh, wow. Yeah. But so here's the thing. No one said this in the chat, but I'm sure someone's thinking it. If you're an anarchist. How come you didn't practice anarchy with the dog and let the dog bark if it wants to bark? Do whatever the fuck. Because again, yeah. anarchy doesn't mean no rules. It means no rulers. <laughs> like that, that's what it means. Like that's the rules. But in my you house. ruled your dog. Rule that motherfucker. <laughs> no, actually, that that dog rules the house because I have to. Uh, we have to walk her, clean up after her. We have to feed her. So if anything, like she oh. she rules us. So then that's an even exchange. That that the dog Correct. just figured out. If I don't bark, these people are my slaves. 
Correct. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, listen. I mean, I know it's like it's we got like a couple of minutes here. We probably need to uh, to wrap it up. But uh, this has been good. I hope you guys have enjoyed this this oh, conversation. Have, this has been this has been an intense week. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Let's do this. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with Joanna here. Um, tell the folks what you're doing out there, Joanna, and how they can support you. I know, obviously, you guys have your um, your own podcast that's coming up on Sunday. But how can they support just you, not just Edgar, me. not Edgar? I... Not, I'm sorry, not Edgar, not uh, Rolando, just you. I'm on Instagram at Latina Locked N, like the letter N loaded. I'm on Parlay, same. And apparently I'm on Facebook. Uh, I think I have like two posts on there. But um, uh-huh. but yeah, so check me out. Okay, awesome. There you go. All right. So let's go now to Edgar. How can the people support uh, you? And uh, uh, you. We're Guns for Everyone pretty much everywhere else mm-hmm. uh, or all the social medias. Uh, guns for everyone on Facebook, guns for everyone on Twitter, guns for everyone. Instead of spaces, underscores, uh, so guns, underscore, uh, for, underscore, everyone on Instagram. Uh, got a podcast, say I won't. Uh, I'm pretty easy to find. So. Yeah, when's your podcast? Uh, we typically do them on Fridays in the E, late, late. Yeah, uh, but we are temporarily moving them to to Mondays just because we have a lot of classes coming up on the weekends. Okay, uh, so we're temporarily moving them moving them to to Mondays. Okay, very cool. And Richard Fletcher says Edgar's dog is huge. I seen it. I seen it. <laughs> Let me get it right. What he said, I seen it. <laughs> I love Richard. <laughs> One of these dogs when Rich, when that dog's when that dog's uh, done with you guys, he's just gonna come in there and chomp on you, man, and also be real quiet about it. <laughs> like, yeah, mofo, this was coming to you. <laughs> All right, let me <laughs> let me go to Rolando. Rolando, how can the people support just you, Rolando? I am the Puerto Rican Pistolera on Instagram, Parlor, and Twitter. And mm-hmm. then, obviously, we've got our YouTube channel. If you've been in the chat, that's the chat. That's the name I've been using, Locked and Loaded Latinos. We have our podcast every Sunday at 7. This week, it might be a little bit later because we're getting our RSO training. So I'm not sure when that's going to end. But if we get out, we'll, we'll let people know if it's going to start like 7.30 mm-hmm. or 8 this week because of that. But it should yeah. be the only time that that happens. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you guys are going to be doing some training. Yeah. Or, or so you're going to get your certification so you could train other people, I'm guessing. Yeah, right? we're, we're doing RSO first because we've had a couple of trainers down here that want us to help them. And they've kind of said, like, mutual exchange. If you RSO for us, you pretty much get to sit in the class. Okay. So cool. I was like, that's cool. And yeah. then we want to get our own certifications later on from USCCA primarily. But, okay. You know, a lot of ranges only accept NRA. So unfortunately, you got to play that game. Right. Okay. All right. Very cool. So uh, for uh, on my end, if you guys want to support us, go to HankStrange.com, uh, of course. Join up. Get up, up on the email list. That's the best way to do it. I'm going to press the button here to end everything. Everyone, just stay right there. Here's what you need to do. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, smash those thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We rip out the audio from this, and then we'll throw it up on iTunes and all the other places where you can, uh, where you, you know, where you get your uh, podcasts, your audio podcasts. Um, I want to thank Edgar Antillon, Guns for Everyone, for coming on. I want to thank Rolando, Puerto Rican Pistolero, 
and Joanna, Latina, Locked and Loaded, for coming on here. You guys make sure you go check out everyone else's podcast. Be really good to each other. Have a great weekend. Big shout out to Safety Harbor Firearms for sponsoring the show here. Uh, thanks to all you guys for hanging in. I know it was real heated in the chat. Everyone didn't get their things on. There was so much. They were arguing about guns in the beginning. I couldn't even yeah, keep up with. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even keep up with everything going on here. We'll be back next week. Who wants to? Actually, you know what? Joanna, I'm going to give you the last word because us guys, you know, we were pretty, pretty much, uh, we had the bully pulpit. So I'm going to give you the last words here. What you want to say? Actually, I'm going to do a uh, asking for donations for someone else. Mm-hmm. John Crump's niece has uh, cancer. So if everybody can go on uh, crumpy.com, uh, oh God, what is it? It's uh, his uh, GoFundMe, GFM, Go Crump. Crumpy.com bash left GF GFM. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I'll, give I'll them pull some it. Donations. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be great. I have a really soft spot for kids that are sick. So that really, I saw that. I was very upset about hearing that. So go ahead, send him some money for his niece. That sucks. So yeah. I'm not. So there's a couple of things. I'll just throw this up here. He's got a book speaking with giants mm-hmm. yep. that you guys can buy. And that's on Amazon. Um, Buy the book and give donations. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's ter- it's a terrible thing to have to deal with with a kid, um, and uh, you know I know how that is. So uh, definitely support that good one on that, Joanna. I will see you guys all next week. We're out of here. Peace. Have a good weekend, everyone. See ya.